Are you just laying there in your bed? There is no sunshine. Your to-do list looming over your head. Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart and it feels like a cold night. Yeah, how are you going to fix that? Today's a new day. Well, the good news is it's Saturday morning. Where are my blue skies? Lou is standing by, ready to take your calls. Hi, Mary, you're on Housemarts Radio. Oh my gosh, this is so thrilling. And ready to tell you everything is going to be all right. All right, I have the best solution for you. It's going to work great. And it's going to solve all your problems. So come on, put your two feet on the floor and a smile on your face. And let's start this day and this show. Here's your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. You do look so much better when you smile. Good morning. It's me, Lou Manfredini, and you're listening to House Smarts Radio on 720 WGN. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, Good morning to Lindsay. Good morning to Don. Good morning to Andy. Good morning. Good morning. We missed you last week. Yeah, Yeah. I I really, I kind of, I guess I have to... Sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut. And when we were all when you were all engrossed in that like terrible cold weather, I was on a beach in Mexico. <laughs> Excellent. And I, and I don't feel badly about it. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, I enjoy. mean, you deserve that. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I think we'd all would have chosen that if we mm-hmm. knew right? It. Yep. Right? Don I mean, would have been like I'm coming. Perfectly too. Like left yeah. We left on uh, on the Thursday, right? Good for you. It was crazy. Karma. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's nice in Mexico this time of year, just in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> right on. <laughs> it's Thank really you. warm and sunny, and everybody's super nice, and uh, it was really nice. And so, so I nice. did miss you all. I really did, sure. but not when it was like ridiculously cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you miss guys, that. You made it all through. You're we did. Good. Oh, yeah. Our skin looks great. <laughs> oh, because you weren't in the sun? <laughs> well, no. Isn't that like the thing, the polar plunge or like the cold air is supposed to be great for your skin? You know, we're oh, all just yeah. glowing here. Well, you, I mean, you're glowing, too, in a different way. Right. In that nice sun-kissed way. Have you ever done one of those uh, cold baths? Have I do cold showers every morning. I did one you, this morning. Do you? Yeah. You. Three minutes. Wait, you start your day like that? I do. Well, so, uh, well, worse. this morning I did, but this during the week I'll usually exercise first, and then I do a cold shower. Wow. I my hate, sister's really into I it right now. The, but so my son, Quinn, goes to some where he goes to work, and they, after they work out, they go in like the cold, you know, you see it on TV, like mm-hmm. in commercials and stuff. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, as an Sounds aside, miserable. here I have lots on my mind because I've been gone a whole week, right? For sure. Uh, what, 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 uh, what, uh, what, what, um, um, Lindsay? What kind of uh, car insurance do you have? Do you know the company that you have for your car insurance? What's the company? Um, Who's the company? We have USAA. Oh yeah, right. Because your dad's a veteran. You're yeah. a member. Nice. Um, Andy, what do you have? I have AAA. AAA. But Don, uh, don't have it. Me and Gretchen do not drive or have a car. Look at him saving money. Oh, yeah. I love that. Okay, well, I have State Farm. And I've been with State Farm for, like, now I'm old enough to say probably close to 40 years. They are spending all of my money. 
Have you seen their commercials lately? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody's in their commercial. Oh, totally. So Jimmy good. Fallon's in their commercial. So Who are those basketball brothers, the the Spaniards? Oh, the Gasols? The, yeah, they're yeah. in the commercial. Wow. Gosh. And, I mean, every time you turn on, there's like somebody else. Totally. Stop spending all my money and lower my rates. <laughs> what is going on? Right. People know that, about State Farm. Don't need to keep advertising. Right? Exactly. I mean, it's okay to keep totally. advertising, but like you're spending, you're giving these guys millions of dollars to be like a good neighbor right. to sing. Right. Come on. Knock you it off. Jake. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Just bring. The, I like the Jake kid. You can do that. I'm okay with the Patrick Mahomes. I'm even okay. With uh, when Aaron Rodgers was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember those funny ones with the oh, guy yeah. with the cheese head? Hey, <laughs> the discount double check, yeah. <laughs> yep, those yep. were funny. Classic. Those are funny. I'm okay with a couple of sports guys during, but come on. Every other person now is in a State Farm commercial. Knock Done. it off. It's enough. Like Done. a good neighbor. Are, are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. For tonight? Oh, I'm oh, so ready. Just, side, sorry, was sidebar over here. Oh. Yeah, that Ravens game should be really good. No, that's this afternoon. Oh, 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 oh you're talking Night about game. that other game. Oh, the okay. wild card, uh, yeah. or rather the We're NFC. We're having a bunch of people yeah. over yeah. for the San Francisco oh. 49er game. You know and who's not? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> David's got to be in full focus, like oh, yeah. isolation can't. He doesn't mode. want to talk to anybody, right? Nope. Right. Nope. Yeah. I'm no. Who are focus. you having over, Lou? That's funny. You're having people over, Lou? We're having people over, and so I almost ordered a 49er t-shirt, you know, to wear. <laughs> they're all Packer fans. Like, Mike Jay's coming over, and they're all Packer fans. So they're the and, underdogs. Uh, Poke the bear. They are the underdogs, yep. right? Yeah, yeah oh, big are. time. Seventh but, seed. Uh, but that, but that, the problem is, they'll win. Let's hope. They'll win. Yeah, apparently the weather's been pretty nasty up in Northern California, too. It's been raining quite a bit, so that, that could, uh, could affect the game here today, too. Oh, yeah, hmm. yeah. for sure. I just love the whole Brock Purdy story, the guy that's the quarterback yeah. for uh, San Francisco. The guy's making like three cents. He could be in a State Farm commercial. The guy's yeah. making no money. Totally. And he's like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, right? He, is. he was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last guy taken. Yeah, last right. year. Right. And he's a nice kid, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who's their running back? That's another guy he's like, I wouldn't want to get in his way. Debo Samuel, I think. That no, no, no. Like um, receiver. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian yeah McCaffrey. that's the one. Right? Yeah. Correct. He's not guy. like a huge guy, but I don't want to stand in his way. No, he's great. He's I wouldn't relentless. get up if yeah. he hit me for like a month. No, they, they've like, got... I'll be in Mexico. <laughs> right. Wake up there. <laughs> no, the Niners have like studs at pretty much every position. It's ridiculous. And who's the guy that... The, he's in a State Farm commercial. The guy with the long hair. George Kittle. Oh, yeah. Tight George end. Kittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another guy. Why are we paying him to be in a State Farm commercial? Knock it <laughs> off. <laughs> Quit spending my money. Quit spending my money. It's crazy. What are they, every time I see one, I'm like, okay. And then literally, like the other day, a State Farm bill came, and I'm sitting watching some game, and there it was, the, the Gasol brothers. I'm like, <laughs> the Gasol brothers? Right. Those guys are like not even, do they even still play? I don't think Powell does. I don't think, eh, Mark doesn't either, for that matter. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Like, come on. Like, oh, well, then maybe they got them for cheap, because they're not getting nothing. Yeah, there Hopefully. Go. Maybe that's, okay, so Discount. maybe that was good. But Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon, two for one Jimmy yeah. Fallon, he can't be cheap. No way. Right? All right. Lindsay, call somebody at State Farm. <laughs> On it. 857 557 is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines this morning. This is Jim in Northbrook. Jim, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, the situation I've got, I've been out of town for about 10 days. Uh, before we left, we turned the water off in the house. But during that time, our power was out for a while, and then I just discovered that our furnace had been out for about three days. Mm. 
So my question is, when I get back home tomorrow and I go to turn the water on, first, what steps should I go through to check for leaks? And then second, if a pipe has burst, uh, how do I go about remediation? Okay, so the fact that the water is off, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever had any problems with freezing pipes before? No. Okay. So just to be sure, before you turn anything on, I would turn all the valves on first. So how many bathrooms and stuff do you have, like two or, two or three? or? Uh- yeah, uh, 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 two and a half. So three bathrooms with sinks, two with showers and tubs, yeah. and, uh, and and then laundry room. So, and then there are two outside spigots. And will you have some a kitchen? Will you have some help when you go home? When you get home? No. Okay. So turn on all those faucets, and then slowly turn the main water valve back on. Okay, just to make sure that if there's any kind of blockage. We can kind of slowly go room by room, then turn it. it on, and then yep. go, then go to the, you know, go to the one bathroom, and like, all right, it's coming out of the vanity, and flush the toilet, make sure that that's filling up, turn off the shower, you know, the tub, whatever, and don't worry about the spigots outside, don't touch those at all, and uh, hopefully there's nothing broken, right? Has the furnace been repaired? Yeah, the furnace was fixed yesterday. Okay, um, and then. Um, you know, hopefully you're okay. If all of a sudden you start turning faucets off and you hear water, then obviously go back to um, that main valve and turn it off. If you find that you have blockage in a line, the biggest mistake that everybody makes is they take a torch, like a blowtorch, mm-hmm. you know, and they go at the pipe. That's not what you should be doing. It's You have to slowly heat it because it's kind of like what's going on at the Kankakee River with the ice jam. If you try and yeah. break it apart right away, it can lead to more problems. And so... Um, if you know, in other words, you know, more than likely if there's an outside wall where some pipes are, if they're broken, then it's under the vanity per se. And if you have a portable heater, open up the vanity doors, put a small portable heater pointing into the cabinet, not right in the cabinet, but you know, just in front on the floor and leave it there for an hour to try and warm things up, to loosen it up with the faucets open a little bit until you get flow. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and for me, the, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to be home. I'm going to be home for a series of hours, then out of town for three more days and then back home on Thursday where I'll really deal with it. But what I wanted to do is, first of all, I'll go through, I'll check and see if their blockage, everything's flowing. What I was really worried about is a burst pipe. Um, but I, I can heat the house up slowly. I, I can heat it up remotely, so I can heat it up right now. And um, and then I'll just go through and follow that process. Right. If I do, if I do have a burst pipe, where do I start to get somebody to fix it? Is it a remediation company? Is it a plumber first? It's first a plumber. Uh, and if you don't, okay. ha- if you don't have one, if you don't have one, call Center Guard Plumbing. Yep. And uh, they can be out pretty quick. And um, they, the, I think they're connected to. Uh, WGNplumber.com is their website, but uh, they also, I can give you the phone number if you want, just so you have it handy. I'll, I'll find it off their website. Okay. That's great. Yeah, WGNplumber.com, and you'll find it. Wish me luck. Good luck. I think it'll be fine. You'll be okay. Thanks, Lou. You got it. Appreciate you okay. calling this morning. Yeah, I know for a lot of you, it's been a big issue. This was 
This was a lot, and um, uh, I, I know I joked that I wasn't here, but I was following along, and I was getting uh, I was getting text messages and emails from uh, people that I know asking me the same questions that uh, that Jim just asked me. And so uh, we're not out of it yet. You know, it's pretty cold today, and um, you know, the, the, if you've had any issues before, any, and if you go around your house, and even if you haven't before, any time you have any plumbing on an outside wall. Maybe in the basement and laundry room and area. Those are areas you have to pay special attention to. And it can be as simple as, you know, if you're like, oh, I don't want to leave a trickle, you know, I don't waste the water. I get it. But um, it's way cheaper than uh, burst pipes. And if you have both hot and cold water on outside walls, you need to run both taps, both the hot and the cold. Because the hot water is not hot in those pipes, right? It's set your water heater. It's warm. But um, unless it's flowing, it's cold there, and that can freeze as well. And so any problem spots, just let it trickle both on the hot and the cold side. And it it sounds crazy, but if you have a basement where it's not that warm, even just moving some air around, like a small little box fan on a floor to get some air going, I don't need it to be 70 degrees down there. I just need it to be 50 degrees. And if you move that air around, that can help as well. 857 lou 857-557-4568 is our phone number. We will take a quick break and be back right after this. Nobody gets out of this place without singing the blues. Hi, my name is Tina, and I live on the river, and my floors are squeaking, and my tile's starting to crack. What blues do you have this Saturday morning? And it's so hard. You're in luck. Lou Manfredini's here to take your calls live all morning long. Now back to your host right here on House Smarts Radio. Wait for it. I got this call from Brenda. Welcome back. I went to pick her up. I had a blowout. <laughs> I cracked myself up. You're Shut up. laughing hysterically at your new rejoin, and uh, got hijacked. it's pretty funny. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. This is uh, John and LaGrange. Hey, John, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Morning to you, sir. Nice to talk to you. You as well. How may I help Too you? Quick. Two questions. Number one is the uh, thing I've heard debated back and forth about the thermostat setting for the fan, on or auto. When it's this, so the two times that I think it makes a lot of sense is when it's extremely cold or it's extremely hot. And the idea is hot air rises, your furnace is working, you know, it basically never shuts off. But, you know, up at the ceiling... It's probably seven or eight degrees warmer than where you're sitting on the couch, and if you keep gotcha. that if you keep that fan circulating, um, it will uh, it'll you know the cold air returns will pull that air in and move it through there, and in theory, and then not even in theory, it, it will cause your furnace to run the burners to ignite fewer times, you know, over the course of a twenty four hour period. You know, maybe it's five less times. But ultimately, you should feel more comfortable in your home. And and the weather we're having right now makes a ton of sense to just keep that blower running. And the blower, uh, John, really hardly uses any electricity once it's running. Should that be on on all the time then? 
in this cold weather? In this cold weather, yes. I would say that once we get to once we get back up to say, you know, twenty five degrees, which sounds crazy, you can go back to you can go <laughs> yeah. back to auto. All right, second one. This is the uh, question that can't be answered, but I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this has to do with a, uh, a garage a garage door operator, which I was had installed in 19, or 2021, and it has a feature to it with the, you can read it on your uh, your iPhone and uh, turn it on and off remotely and whatever. It worked beautifully for uh, about a year, and then it stopped the net responding to the iPhone type control of it. Everything else has worked fine all the way since then. I have had two of the finest, they think, uh, installers in the metropolitan Chicagoland area spend big time on it, really tried. They could not get it to work. They'd come out and work on it, and they would not get it to work. I'm at probably six, eight hours between the two companies. I finally gave up. And uh, I tried to get a hold of Chamberlain, who right. is the outfit that makes the thing, right? Because I need I need somebody from the factory with that kind of expertise. How do I get to them? Any idea? Well, I, or cha- just give up on it? No, no, no. It's the IQ system, right, from Chamberlain? Yes. Yeah, it should be under warranty from 2020, and they should back it up. And um, Chamberlain does have technical support where you could contact them. And they could that's send the guy. That's what I'm looking for. That could be someone. Uh, do me a favor. We'll uh, let me look it up. Keep listening, and I'll give that information sure. up after the news. Okay. So get, keep. Uh, okay. Because go ahead. These are good authorized dealers that have come. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, very, very pleased. But they can't fix it. The other thing that but I would these two, two did, can. Yeah. Did they did they uh, unpair and repair your phone to it? They tried about everything that you okay. could think of. I okay. think. They, right. I'll tell you this. Eventually, they came back and said, "I think your uh, your uh, uh, hi-fi Wi-Fi? signal is not strong enough." It was the same distance the whole time, and it worked fine for a year, and then right. it didn't anymore. And, uh, so, and I can't get anything out of. All right, keep listening the, uh, after the news. I, keep listening after the news. I'll give that information out uh, so they can contact them. All right. Speaking of news, let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom. And check in with Don Kleppen. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Take that valve apart and probably put a new cartridge in on the cold side for you. What you okay, ma- what you will ma- do. What are you making a drink there? I mean, it's not in the morning for crying no, out I'm, loud. I'm looking at my pens <laughs> too early, a couple more hours. Not noon yet. Hey, it's noon somewhere. <laughs> now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's five o'clock, so something tall and strong. Make it a when I was in Mexico, I waited till noon. You know, it's only half past I couldn't do it. Really? Well, I mean, they were just like, I mean, you know, the problem is all those like tropical drinks are like delicious, yeah. right? And, uh, Senor, you want something? I go, no. What time is it? He goes, it doesn't matter what time it is. I mean, they've heard it all, right? It's hilarious. Right. I go, I'll wait till it's so at least, you know, 1145. <laughs> 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568. Um, uh, later, so I, I read this book. Uh, that was amazing, and I finished the whole thing. I was almost antisocial because I love this book so much. I'll tell you about it coming up a little later on. But also, some of the co- you know we do the word of the day coming up after seven o'clock this morning. Some of the most common phrases 
that we use now are illustrated in this book that were from the 1700s. And when I explain them to you, I think you'll find it very interesting. So stay tuned for that. Okay. And the gentleman uh, called about the Chamberlain support. Okay. They're actually open today from nine until six Eastern time. There's a phone number, um, which is 833-707-1984. is Chamberlain technical support for specifically the MyIQ uh, system that you have there. And they're open today from 9 until 6 Eastern Time. So you can call them, you know, after 8 o'clock this morning if you'd like. 857-5574-LU. This is Joe in Shannon. Hey, Joe, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Hello, Joe. I hear you. Here we go. He's... There's Joe. Goodbye. How about I take... Uh... How about I take John in Oak Lawn? Hey, John, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What's going on? A local carpenter. I'm going to work right now at McCormick Place to install the HVAC show. I live here in Oak Lawn, and my wife's name is Mallory. You're kidding. I love the name Mallory. So I, I, we look forward to uh, listening to you, and I know you have a daughter who lives in New Orleans, and we actually got engaged on the way going down there, and we have a daughter named Nola. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. How are things going at uh, How are things going at McCormick Place? Plenty of plenty of work going on. Freezing, freezing. Oh. All the all the dock uh, doors are open oh. by the lakeside, so yeah. it's just I got plenty of layers on. And yeah. Keep working. Oh my but, gosh. You know what, your theory about the heat that rises with the furnace that's forced there. In my house, I have a boiler being heat along the walls, only about maybe a foot high. Mm-hmm. be the same theory as moving that fan on, because I have a fan that would control my air conditioning. <clears throat> it would. Um, the only thing that, I, in that respect, though, the fan, like if you have a fan for your AC, like if you have a forced air system, the only problem is that ductwork is not being heated. You know, the thing is, when you're in a in a forced air furnace, when you're running that fan, it, the burner will occasionally still kick on and keep all that ductwork warm. I would worry that if you just turn the fan on with the cold ductwork, it could cool things off. If you have ceiling fans, or even, uh, quite frankly, Joe, if you had a, a fan in a corner just blowing against the wall, not, you know, in other words... So it's not directly blowing on you, but I just need some air movement. The house that we're now living in has radiator heat as well, John. I'm sorry. And um, so that heat source, which is awesome, uh, a little bit of air movement goes a long way. For sure. Take care now. You got it, but I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU, 857-557. Five five seven four five six eight. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, is this Greg? Yes. Hi, Greg. Good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Fine. How are you doing today? Good. 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 What's going on? Uh, looking for a cleaning product that's odorless that I can mop up the concrete floors in our break room and in our packaging area. 
that's odorless. Mm-hmm. How about just a time? Uh, you know what I would do? Spick, spick and span. Spick and span. Remember spick and span? Yep. Yes, I a do. A quarter cup. Take a bucket. Um, you know your mop bucket. It's typically for floors. It's a quarter cup of spick and span with um, with a gallon of water, and um, okay. so you don't have to rinse it when you're done. If you go more than that, you may have to go back and damp mop it. But if you just did a a quarter cup per gallon, it does a really nice okay. job. And uh, I've been using it on a basement floor uh, at our house that's a painted basement floor. And I'm telling you, it, it handles all the dust and picks it all up. You wring that mop out, and um, it does a really nice job. It's an old-time cleaner that still works. Perfect, perfect. All right, I appreciate it. You got it, bud. Be well. I appreciate you calling this morning. That's a good one. I love Spick and Span. I, I have to laugh because a number of years ago, they came out with a liquid version of Spick and Span. And uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, liquid instead of powder. And on the bottle, it said, it smells like sunshine. I was like, hmm. What does that smell like? I don't think it smells like anything. Sunshine? Yeah. Oh, no. What, what would it, I mean, on a sunny day, you went to school in Arizona. Did you go outside and say, wow, it smells like sunshine? Mm. No. Well, I'm sure it didn't smell like spick and span if I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, marketing. it's 645 in the morning. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, and we're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Hey, we all have that love-hate relationship with our homes, right? There's so much electricity in this house. I can't even comb my hair. It stands out like I just left my finger in an electric socket. But you've got to be nice to your house. In frustration, I banged that box with my fist and the heat started again. And I thought, oh, I fixed it. <laughs> then it will be nice to you. But now I'm popping it up on my bed and hitting it with a baseball bat. So if you're looking for other ideas now's the time to call lou he's taking your calls live right here on house smarts radio hey how you doing baby you look mighty fine i figured i might come your way and roll up on you with that golden ticket shreddy can i get your digits maybe we can kick it welcome back 857-554-LOW. 857-554-568. We say good morning to Joe in Shannon. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning, Lou. I've got a radon mitigation exhaust pipe that looks like it's blocked with ice. Uh, Snow, for sure, and ice. And I'm wondering how to unblock that as well as while it's blocked, should I turn it off or keep it running with the warm air? Wow. Um, so you can see it up at the top? Does it just go straight up like a chimney? Yeah, there's a couple 90s in it from the motor that discharges the air. Yeah. But when you're, but the fan, is the fan on the outside? Fan's on the outside, yes, sir. And it's running. It does run, yes. Hmm. Hmm. Tried to unclog it yesterday, but don't use a heat gun. You make ice when you do that. Yeah, you do. Did you? You didn't go up high, did you? Did you get on a ladder? Uh, no ladder. It's only a ranch. Oh. Um. Uh, how much of the pipe is um, hanging? 
How much of the pipe is below the motor on the outside of the house? Or let me ask you this. When, you, when you're inside, I don't know if that'll work. That might. When you're inside the house, do you see some of the pipe? Yes, sir. Okay. Do you have a small portable electric heater? Yes. Okay. So on a, put, a, put on a little table or something, right where the pipe, where you see it before it goes outside, about two feet away, point that electric heater at that pipe. So now we're, we're going to warm up that pipe, and if the fan is still running, okay, it's going to take that hot air, and it's going to take a while because it's, you know, what is it, zero outside with below uh, temps, below wind chill temps, and heat that air up to slowly, you're going to be like the Kankakee River Ice Jam where we're slowly melting the ice. <laughs> but it, it, yes. in, I bet in a couple of hours you get rid of it. Sounds like a plan. Not too close. At least a couple feet away from the... I mean, if you, if you, you know, put the fan on, put the, the heater on there, and in, you know, 15, 20 minutes, if you put your hand on that pipe and it's really hot, back away the heater a little bit, okay? I can do that. All right. And then will you do me a favor and call me back next week and let me know if it worked? You got it, sir. All right. I appreciate you calling this morning. Good luck with the project. 857-5574-LOU. This is Mike in Chicago. Hey, Mike, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Hey, good morning, Lou. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Hey, we're the wife and I are going through a remodel project in the house, and what a challenge. I'm surprised we're still married. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, we're going through a, a kitchen gut, and we got a lot of unique angles and stuff like that. So going to the big box stores and all that stuff is not appropriate for our project. And and the wife wants some cabinets that are more upscale. Do you have any recommendations on um, kitchen, uh, custom kitchen manufacturers in the Chicagoland area? We live uh, in downtown. I think that in, you live downtown Chicago? Yes. Um so there is a, on Western Avenue, near Pilsen, there is a cabinet supplier called Builder Builder's Cabinet Supply. And they have a showroom, and I have done business with them for probably, gosh, 30 years. Uh, okay. the, guy, the guy Brian, who owns the place, is a longtime friend of mine, but they have a beautiful showroom and they have really nice designers and they work in Chicago. Now they may, they're a cabinet supplier, but they can also help you with, uh, installers. Okay. Now also, uh, you may hear, um, me talk a lot about my friend Bill Conforti and cobblestone remodeling and they have really good. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. They have really good designers they work in Chicago, and that would be another source as well. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, one follow-up question on, on a roof. We had uh, Duralast membrane uh, roof installed for the uh, flat portion. That company is no longer in business, and we're looking for – we also have a pitched roof. So do you have a company that you would recommend? I hear a lot of the uh, – 
roof companies that are um, advertised on your radio, but do they do um, the shingled roof and um, Duralast? Really what I'm looking for is somebody, if they come in and do the shingled roof, mm-hmm. that they still you know, guarantee or watch out for the warranty on the uh, Duralast roof and, um, you know, don't don't jeopardize that. Because well, the last thing I want somebody yeah. to do is point fingers. Well, and so this is the problem, right, is that um, so when you have, if you, if you have an existing roof and you don't do it, it's hard to, to do stuff on, uh, it, it's not hard, but if they didn't install it, they're not going to warranty it, obviously, right? Um, but if you need a new shingled roof, you just need somebody reputable that can be very honest with you to say, hey, look, this is the deal. You know, when we do this, we're going to have to do this and reflash it, whatever, so that you understand what's going on if you're going to leave that Duralast right. uh, roof there. Um, company that I've you know known for years that that is not only an advertiser, just does really good work, I've used them several times, is Lindholm Roofing. And, um, okay. and they're, they can do the flat, they can do the shingle, they can do the flashing, uh, their phone number, uh, if you have a pen or a pencil is 888, the number four roofer. Okay. All right. And, you know, call them, tell them, I told you to call and explain the situation and they'll come out and take a look at it and give you, you know, an honest, um, assessment of what has to happen. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Stay warm. Yeah, you too. I appreciate you calling. Hey, by the way, a big thank you to Wendy Snyder uh, last week for hosting. And uh, and she had some guests sitting in there. Uh, Jeff Carlin was producing. Thanks, Jeff. Bob Ferguson, of course, uh, making sure it all worked. And we had some fill-in experts. Uh, John Jennison, who came from Plumbers 911. Uh, our friend Rich Dykstra, uh, who's a Carrier Hall of Famer. Remember Rich? And uh, Ed... Uh, Parisi's uh, with Cobblestone Remodeling. Thank you so much for uh, helping me uh, take the day off. You guys were freezing to death, and I was having a well. I wasn't, and I was probably asleep. I didn't get up early. You don't listen to the show? Nope. I <laughs> and and uh, and you know it's funny because you still get up right, I and I re- it takes yeah. a couple days before you're like, oh my gosh, I slept till seven. Totally. Right. But then even just you know when you're on vacation, even just lying in bed. And not having to get up, even if you're awake, is fantastic. Like this morning, okay. I had the best morning. I woke up. This 40, morning? This morning. I woke up it's... 45 minutes before mm-hmm. I normally get up. And I look okay. at the clock. And that's the best, right? Like, oh, I have 45 yes. more minutes. I hate when you wake up and it's like five minutes. Because yes. then it's like, well, I might as well just get Not up. Not worth it. Right. But then I was like, oh, 45 minutes. And I rolled over. And then my alarm went off. And it was 45 minutes later. But it was great. That's the best. At least 45 minutes when you wake up before, then you know you have 45 more minutes. It's like a bonus. Hey, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Oh, no break. We have no break. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It's light here in January. Okay, well, then good. I have a couple minutes. Hold on. Wait, wait. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to tell you about my book. I'm so excited about this book. Uh, Don, are you a book reader? Andy, book readers, Lindsay, John Williams interviewed your book listener. So John Williams interviewed this author, uh, David Gran, who uh, wrote the book, The Wager. Okay. 
The Wager. You got to tell your father-in-law about this book. He's going to love this book. Um, it's a tale of shipwreck, mutiny, and murder. Okay, it's a true story that took place in the 1700s. This this armada of ships that was going after the Spanish galleon filled with um, treasure that the British were fighting the Spaniards back in the 1700s. Okay, this book is so good. I literally couldn't put it down while I was on vacation. The wager, and I would, the wager. Did you read it? No, I'm I'm putting it on my library list. Oh now. my god, I'm telling you, it is so good, Don. Nice. And it what these men and they were all men went through in this time was um, was crazy. But listen to this. This is the thing that I found. And I even marked the page. And I was like, I read this, and I go, I got to talk about this on the radio. So I'm going to read for I'm going to read a passage, which I think you'll find interesting. Okay, during the age of sail, right? So these were all wooden ships. Like they had to deal with termites and worms eating through the wood. They had carpenters that lived on the ships. And like when they would get a cannonball blown through the ship, the guy would go there with the wood and the hammer and bah, bah, bah. that's what I would have been. Oh my I would have been that guy. That's crazy. Right? Nailing it back together as the boat is sinking. Right. Okay, and the mast would be eaten by termites in the middle of a voyage. The mast would just drop into the ocean. And then they had to build another one. Can you imagine how exhausted I would be? Unbelievable. Anyway, listen to this. Okay, wait, I I know I'm going to be late, but this is good. During the age of sail, when wind-powered vessels were the only bridge across the vast oceans, nautical language was so pervasive that it was adapted by those on terra firma. Okay, listen to this. To tow the line derives from when boys on a ship were forced to stand still for inspection with their toes on a deck seam. To pipe down was the boatswain's whistle for everyone to be quiet at night. And piping hot was the call for meals. A scuttlebutt was a water cask around which seamen gossiped while waiting for their rations. And a ship was three sheets to the wind when the lines of the sails broke and the vessel pitched drunkenly out of control. And finally, this is great. To turn a blind eye became a popular expression after Vice Admiral Nelson deliberately placed his telescope against his blind eye to ignore his superior's signal flag to retreat. <laughs> is that awesome? It is. That I love is it. Interesting. Is that so cool? A lot of like, expressions. You got to turn a blind eye. Look, ca- look, Captain, and he puts the periscope on his blind eye. I don't see anything. Uh, right. That's awesome. And hey, scuttle, scuttlebutt could be a good word of the day at some point. That totally. would be a good word. Love it. Scuttlebutt. You can and then, it, wait, and so then, this is hilarious. Well, I'll tell you another story later. But we, we took some pictures when we were in Mexico. I'll talk about that, which is funny. But the guy that was a photographer who was a young Mexican man, and his English was pretty good. And... Uh, uh, Quinn, my oldest son, said, what's your favorite word to say in English? Now, think about that. Remember how we talked about fun words to say once on the radio, right? And he paused, and he said, I like the word shenanigans. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yes, it is. Right? That is pretty good. Shenanigans? Fun That's words. a good word. Oh, yeah. Very good. All right. Let's go into the WGN Radio Newsroom, where there's no shenanigans. We're going to give you the straight news. Don Kleppen's got the news. Andy's got your sports. We have more House Smarts Radio coming up. Don't go away. Up in the morning and out to school. 
Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus. On every word? Yep. But we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pumps. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. Welcome back. It's time for our word of the day. American history and practical man. Sponsored by... You study him hard and hope... No, I'm not switching. I don't want to switch. I like this word. All right, well, you can I, I just, well, it got, uh, it's, Lip. so there was a word in Spanish that uh, we were mispronouncing, oh. and it kind of reminded me of that a little bit, and um, the one of the waitresses said, oh, no, you don't want to say that, that's a naughty oh. word if you, it's like a slang Ooh. for a naughty well, word. now you have to tell us, what is it? <laughs> oh, well, now I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, popote. Hmm. Popote. Not to be confused with. Oh. No, I'm not going to say that. Popote is a straw. Ah, so, okay. But if you take the first syllable away, if no, you if you say po and then it goes p yeah. and then you keep going, yes. not a good thing. Ah. No, no, okay. I love that word. It's like a slang. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Trust me, you don't. And the woman goes, "That's what that means." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I, you know, and you don't want to be anyway. Offense. That is not this word. <laughs> okay, great. Hey, hold on. Actually, it has nothing to do with this It has word. nothing to do with this word, but it just, when I first saw it, I was like, <laughs> is this the word? No. The word of the day is nonplussed. Nonplussed. N-O-N-P-L-U-S-S-E-D. It's an adjective, and it means completely puzzled. Or perplexed by something unexpected, kind of like my that was the thing the, the word the, for straw. There you, there you go. See how I brought so it all sorry. back. That's why I was yes. like, hmm, I was like, nonplussed. It's a good and one. He's like, hmm. And he's like, how am I going to use that? Oh, I've got some ideas. <laughs> I went to bed last night at ten o'clock. The Hawks were still playing. Yeah, and I got up, and my I I, I got up, and my wife was not there with me, and I'm like, oh, she's going to go to bed too, and I turned off the television and she said i did you just turn off the tv i go well yeah you going to bed no i want to watch the end of the game I'm like oh i'm sorry and i turned it back on and i went to bed and brushed my teeth and everything all of a sudden i'm like oh my god hawks win <laughs> she like screams <laughs> that they won i'm like okay yeah i heard that that's good yeah they needed Such it babe. they needed it oh they, yeah. they needed that one big time What's wrong with them beating up on that little Connor Bedard young man? I don't like that. You know, it, you know a, he's just a boy. He is a boy, but he's playing a man's sport, so you kind of have to you kind of have to have your head on a swivel. And you know, from everybody, everybody said that uh, talked about that hit that it was not illegal. It was more of a right. you know a finesse kind of a play from a guy that uh, is not an offensive player. He's more of a, a defensive guy that uh, that likes to throw his body around. You know, Nick Foligno got hurt on that uh, ensuing scrum with the uh, with the guy that uh, put Bedard out. But I mean, I think that what happened is Connor Bedard was nonplussed by the whole thing. He was Ooh. exactly nonplussed by everything. I'm, I'm done. Nice. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Mic drop. He's I'm out. Done. Yep. Like like Seinfeld. I'm out. I'm out. That's it for me. Good night. <laughs>
<laughs> that oh, that should God. be the sounder you play. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> totally. From Seinfeld. That's you leave them wanting more. That's what it You're is. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Nonplus. That's your word, people, for the word of the day here on 720 WGN and the House Marts Radio Show. Eight, what? Eight, five? If you're nonplussed about something, give Lou a call at, give that number again. 857-557-4LOU. Uh, 857-557-4568. You know, I was looking at the video of that ice jam on the Kankakee River. I don't know if, Don, if you reported on that today yeah. at all. But yeah, for it's sure. It's still there. You know, the adding of the warm water to the river is like trying to bail out the titanic with a five gallon bucket yeah it'll take forever i was kind of thinking about that like it doesn't seem like that's going to be super effective i don't know why they can't uh like go in there i don't know how deep it is over there or um you know they have these excavators i was looking at some of the um footage of it they have these excavators that have really long arms that they use for like dredging hmm I would think that they could take a couple of those on either side of the river and like draw, just keep pulling, you know, drawing the ice towards them just to break it all up. Yeah. Or have have any of you driven by, remember the old um, Allstate, um, the old Allstate uh, headquarters that was then became Nielsen right along uh, oh, yeah. 294? Remember that, Andy? Yep, 294 and Willow, yeah. Right, 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 right by Willow, and uh, they're tearing. They tore down that whole building. That yeah, whole the whole complex. the whole uh, the whole campus is gone. Yeah, I mean, for months and months, they had the giant crane with the huge ball, like you were watching Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, and the guy would be swinging the ball at this building, and I mean, it was crazy how much was going by when you drive by there. Get that thing out there and drop it into the river a few yeah, times. Yeah, totally. And then right? sell, and then just sell the ice to like hotels or uh, bars or something. You know what <laughs> I mean? Put it in my drink. Yeah, I could go there and have a Manhattan. Like, right. Put a chunk of it in there. Yeah, exactly. Right? Don't be. Pumping I'm sure it with the river is very clean right there. <laughs> Why right? not? They're yeah. dumping all the water from the power company. I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> it can't be any dirtier than some of the ice that's already true. in some hotels and bars. True, true. true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. So that's my tip for the day. We need some big dredging excavators on either side the warm water from the power plant that is like a drop in not even a drop in the bucket not good right not good so that's my two cents 857-557-4lou 857-557-4568 this is christine in harvard hi christine you're on house smarts radio good morning thank you for taking my call of course i have black water in my water lines uh, we live out in the country and I had a plumber out here, as well as the well man out here, and no resolution as to how to circumvent or change this black water, or why is it coming through the faucets? Everywhere? Everywhere. Bathtub, toilet, sinks, washing machine, etc. Okay, and what... what I've did, even taken pictures and videos of it. What did the well water person tell you? Did they go to... So where your main water valve comes in from the well, did they take... Right, downstairs did, in the basement. Did mm-hmm. they take that apart? Uh, it's, it's... Well, it's well. It's good. They didn't take it apart. He tasted it, and he said, well, water's good. Um, but it doesn't say if, if you if you 
So if you go to a vanity right now and you turned it on and you put it in a glass, would it be black? Yes. Okay. Where the where the main water line comes in from your well is right, there I know where that is. Is there above the main valve? Is there a spigot right there? No, it has a nozzle where you turn it on and off. Correct, but there's and, no uh, there's no there's no typically right by that valve because it's a you know there would be like a hose bib to allow you to drain the system down. There's nothing like that. There is, and there's a hose that goes into the. Um, uh, it, it's it's a well inside the house that expels the excess water outside. I, I don't know what it's called. It's it's not a reserve tank. It's um, okay. I don't know. It's, so the here, water goes. In so there. here, so Christine, if you if you so you say you know where that main valve is, right? And uh, and then yes. as the pipe comes up somewhere there, there's like a hose bib. You said, and then there's a hose that goes somewhere else. Right, that hose goes into the open uh, reservoir of excess water that comes through when the pipes go flush the the, the um, okay. hot water heater and the okay. sanitizer and everything okay, else. Okay. When all that stuff starts working, I got it. Okay, so this is what I want you to do and i'm surprised the well person didn't do this i want you to disconnect that i want you to turn that valve off right and i want you to disconnect that hose okay then i want you to take a nice big glass bowl or a, uh -huh. or a big glass and i want you to right. fill a glass with the water that comes right out of that spigot so that is it's it's that the water coming out of there has nothing to do with any of the faucets in the house or any of the fittings or anything like that right it's just straight from the well and now if that is not black when you do that if you hold it up and uh -huh. go oh, that's well water i mean you know it looks good then i think somewhere in your system and do you know if you have copper piping in the home we do have some Kuiper piping. Yes, it's down. Be I'm not in the basement right now. But it's in the. Um, and then is it copper? And then is it the rest of it like a PEX or something else, or is it met, or is it old galvanized? Uh, hang on a second. It'll just take me a minute to walk down the stairs. I'll be here. Don't worry. Show's over at ten. Easy, Kujo. <laughs> No, I'm 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 pretty quick. I'm pretty. You quick. are. You're okay, very spry. Okay, from the hot water heater. Yeah, for seventy-eight, I'm Atta pretty good. Girl, nice. Uh, for uh, from the hot water heater and the water pipes, it's all copper. Okay, and do, and, you, do you see uh, any above the? Keep going. See any galvanized? Piping? And and it's, uh, no, it's all copper from the well as well. Yeah, it's all copper from the well. Okay. Yep. All copper. All copper. And down at the bottom too. It's all copper. And the black water is both the cold and the hot. Uh yes. Somewhere there is somewhere there is metal piping. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. That's not the word of the day. You know what it is? I'm nonplussed <laughs> by the whole thing. <laughs> I'm nonplussed by the whole thing. I'm done. I'm out. Um Somewhere it seems like there is 
a connection. So I want you to test this thing that I mentioned. And if that water is clear, then the problem is Uh beyond that. And I think somewhere in the line coming into the rest of the house, there is some connection point that is a piece of metal like an iron pipe or a galvanized pipe connected to a copper pipe that is causing some type of electrolysis that's causing this discoloration. Okay. And the plumber should have been able to diagnose that. What was the age of that plumber? Was he young or older? Uh, There were two ages. One was a a young age, like mid-20s, early Mm -hmm. 30s, and the other one was a a seasoned well man. Okay, we need the seasoned people to find this. But try that out. (laughs) Let me know what happens. Call me back. But otherwise, if you want to do, if you want to be your uh, spry self, I want you to follow <laughs> those pipes individually. And if you see a point where copper is connected directly to like a metal pipe with no brass fitting between the two of them, that could be your uh-huh. problem. That could be your problem. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you for your assistance. And have a wonderful day. You too. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. It's Saturday morning and you're tuned in to Lou Manfredini right here on House Marks Radio. No matter what you are. Go back to the phone lines real quick. This is Bill in Mount Prospect. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking the call. Hey, Lou, I've got a ranch uh, in Mount Prospect, full basement. It does not have overhead sewers, and the basement has been finished for years, ceramic tile floor. I went down there this week. At one point, they don't use the basement that much. I was non-pulsed squared when I saw that. About a five oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. Hold on, I didn't have, I wasn't ready. Here we go. Good job. Good job. All right. You're non-pulsed, yes? And about a five-foot section of the basement floor has heaved up and to the point where the tile has broken. And um, I'm just actually calling to try and prepare myself so that I can be prepared to hear what some of these basement foundation um, specialists are going to want to do are, is the drywall going to have to come off the foundation wall? Was it near? Gonna, was it near they, the? Was it near the side of the, um, the house? Like was it near the yeah, foundation it's wall? It 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 the heave actually starts maybe about two feet off of the wall, and then it's so it's interior. But what's puzzling is it's near a part of the basement where there is absolutely. No plumbing that I know of, Mm -hmm. no feeds going up into the house, and I don't know, like I say, it doesn't have overhead sewers. I'm not sure exactly where the main drain goes out, but um, for it to heave up like that, do you think there had to be pooling water underneath there? No, I I think it could just be, uh, I mean, it could have been the extreme cold, and um, that it froze, and that's where... It just chose to come up. I mean, you know, the, the the way that your foundation is, you know, there's a footing there, and that slab is just sitting there. Um, I'm cu- And it's still heaved as we speak, right? 
kind of settled down a little bit, but yes, still he yeah. still still. Looks, I mean, you know, yeah, they're uh, gonna they're you know the thing is since you're not sure about where the sewer line is, they're gonna have to come up and not necessarily break up the drywall if it's just the floor, and they may have to cut that floor out. Okay. Um, okay. And leave the drywall and exp- inspect what's going on with the ground, and probably what you know what I would say is. You'd cut out that concrete, you'd take it out, you'd remove some of the soil that's underneath that gravel, and then add more gravel to tamp it down, uh, and then reinstall the concrete, and then sadly, you're going to have to redo the floor. So if they don't find any plumbing uh, underneath there, no no, no drain tile, then... That's just uh, a ground heave, it, it's it just an unfortunate yeah. ground heave from the extreme cold weather. Okay. All right. Okay. I just I just pictured everything from you know that uh, being suggested as repair to oh you need a whole new foundation perimeter drain system. For well, that. I mean I, I I I you know if they uncover that and all of a sudden they say hey there's water here right like if they break that up and then all of a sudden there's standing water then something's going on that you need to address. Yeah. And then that yeah. could be a perimeter drain tile. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my guess is the best place to start is to call Permaseal. Okay. The, the the They'll come out and look at it for free and kind of assess what's going on. But it's one of those things they're not going to know until they break up the floor. Right. So you okay. may, it like might, said, it might be a, a two-part thing where they come in, break up the floor, find out what's going on, and either say, hey, we can just patch this and, you know, good luck with the floor because they don't do flooring, but... Uh, or they say, hey, you really need perimeter drain tile because there's standing water under here that maybe you never knew about, you know what I mean? And this extreme temperature exposed it. Right, right. Okay, well, we'll, we'll give them a call and get them out, and then we'll, we'll take it from there. You but got it, buddy. I just I... wanted to try and prepare myself for yeah. what. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. You got to have a good day. Appreciate you calling this morning as well. Hey, let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom. Our Noodaloo 2 is coming up next. Apologies for Don Kleppen being late. Here's the news. Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. Hey, I have a question. I've got tickets, you know, to the auto show, Lindsay. Should we have people, can we do like, um, people text us, like the, I don't know, you know, like, text the word, auto, auto, nonplussed, nonplussed, no, uh, how about the seventh texture, can we do that, alright, so do this, I've got a, um, Four pack of tickets to the Chicago Auto Show, the largest auto show in North America, February 10th through the 19th at McCormick Place. You can get tickets and info at chicagoautoshow.com. A four pack of tickets. How about that? That's pretty good. Uh, if you text us, text the word auto to 857 557 4568, the seventh texter, we will get call, we'll text you and get that information and get you the tickets out there. It's coming up, which will be a lot of fun. Chicago Auto Show. Uh, 857-5574-LOU is our phone number. Okay. Cleaning is a bummer. No one likes to do it. But um, 
if you had the right tools to do it, it makes it a whole heck of a lot easier. And that's what our Noodaloo 2 does today. never fun. All that grime buildup on your shower door, tile, and grout, along with soap deposits. It's nasty. Well, this weekend's new Tulu 2 will help you blast through it faster, easier, and more effectively than ever. The Drill Brush Power Scrubber Set is a 10-piece drill-powered scrub brush and pad kit that will ensure you always have the right tools for the job. And dare I say, it even makes it kind of fun. I said kind of. The drill brush power scrubber was invented in 2005 by a car wash owner, electrician, and former bodybuilder, and was initially created as a way to scrub rims at his car wash without agitating his carpal tunnel. That's a good idea! Over time, customers fell in love with the idea of a drill-powered brush, and soon after, drill brush was born. It's great not only for bathrooms and tire rims, but also boat cleaning and just about anything else you can think of that needs a good power scrub. Use the 4-inch brush for flat surfaces, the bullet-shaped original-style brush for corners and contours, and the 2-inch brush for spot cleaning and detailing. All brushes feature medium yellow non-scratch nylon bristles and a quarter-quick chain shaft, which is compatible with all standard cordless drills. Along with the brushes are six buffing pads, two in soft white, two in medium blue, and two in stiff red. And you heard that right. These all attach right to your cordless drill using the included hook and loop backer and adapter and can be used to polish and scrub shower glass, mirrors, porcelain, and more. Drill brush is a must-have for homeowners, DIYers, and cleaning pros alike. The drill brush power scrubber set goes for about 18 bucks depending on where you get it. It's also made right here in the U.S. of A. For more information, check out the House Smart YouTube channel and be sure to like and subscribe that's my favorite part is my uh, new voiceover talent at the end very good uh i love the drill brush i have a set of them <clears throat> you know the biggest problem is they should charge more 18 bucks it should be it's absolutely worth 24.99 well i think that there's a new updated one oh. that i actually did not catch right away and it you can do use it on like carpet and that is twenty four ninety nine. That includes oh. like a scrub brush for the cart, like if you spill on the carpeting. Oh, that's or... a good one. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yeah, and I love the fact that it's made in the USA. These things are so awesome. Um, if you, I think I mentioned to you, I, I you know own some rental property, and I had to go clean a tub, and it was not good. And there I was on my hands and knees, and I put a cleaner down. And uh, I started to scrub it by hand, you know, using uh, like a chore boy, which works. But I was like, wow, I'm going to be here for a while. And then I remembered, wait, in my tool bag, I've got a couple of drill brushes. And I went and grabbed them and put it on the end of the cordless drill. You let that cleaner sit there for a little bit. And it was a fiberglass tub. The drill does all the work. And the brush, you know, the combination of the two, it really does help. And I think in particular... For those who have a hard time, you know, you mentioned that the the inventor had carpal tunnel, and that could be really, um, you know, you know, could be bothersome to try and use that, even hurt. And this way, you just got to hold that drill and let it do um, all the work. The one thing I will tell you is that, in particular, for using it with cleaning stuff on a tub or something like that, make sure that you wear eye protection because you're going to be flinging that cleaner. Uh, you know, up in your face and um, not good. You just, you you don't want to, 
get that up in there. So make sure you wear some kind of eye protection before uh, you use all that. Go to um, youtube.com slash TV and you'll find information about it as well. All right, let's do this. 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. Pat and Palatine, hang on. Mary and Mokina, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey now, before you make it worse, why not call Lou? Yep, sometimes you make a mistake and it's harder to fix. Oh, 100%. He's always good for a little friendly advice. Wait, are you talking about my life or are you just talking about this door? Because I got a whole list I can tell you about. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Pat in Palatine. Hi, Pat. Hi, Lou. Lou, we have a metal mailbox that has a lock on it, and when it was very cold, the lock wouldn't turn, and when it warmed up, it, it turned fine. And when I opened it, I did notice that on the lock mechanism inside that there was rust on it. So I thought of using, like, CLR to get the rust off Mm. and then applying graphite to keep it moving, lubricated. Mm. Is that a good idea? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't, you know, the... I think that maybe what you do instead of, since it's so cold and you need this thing to work... um, Instead of putting any with the rust, do you have like a small, like a, there, there's something called a, a brass stripping brush. It's like a toothbrush, but it's brass. Okay. I, I can get one. Yeah. Anyway, if you take that on the inside and just kind of, or a wire brush, just clean it up like that. And then the graphite is a great idea uh, if you have a little bit of that. I've had a tube of, you know, if you ever buy graphite, you'll have it for the rest of your life. Because, you you know, the tube is like a cake, uh, it's like a cake batter tube. I've had the same tube of graphite probably for 25 years. And every now and then when I need it for something, I put a little on there and it, you know, it's super slippery and it's great. The other thing you could try is, um, since it's the lock mechanism's on the inside of the mailbox, right, That where you're having this issue? Right. Well, the, the, you put the key in from the outside, but Correct. Yeah, then the lock Correct. mechanism is on the inside. Right. I mean, you may want to just use a little lightweight oil, and uh, you, you could use something like a WD-40, because that'll also remove the rust. Um, or my favorite is a lightweight oil called Superzilla, and, um, and that would help as well. Okay, that would be used to remove the rust, the Superzilla? Well, that or that's to lubricate it. That would that would lubricate it, and if you sprayed a little on there, and then you went at it with a wire brush, it would help to clean it up as well. Oh, okay, great. Okay, thank you very much. You got to have a great day. Appreciate your call this morning. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. This is Marie in Mokina. Hi, Marie. Hi, hi. I have, I think, the answer, but I don't know what to do about it. I have. A grate in the um, length of my house, which is the exhaust for the dryer. And last summer, I noticed there was moisture in that far corner of the living room, and I had it repaired. 
Now I see the moisture is accumulating again, and I'm wondering if it's coming from the exhaust of the dryer. That dryer extends, um, the pipe extends, oh, maybe 25 feet across the front of the house. Oh, wow. Yes. And I've replaced, I've had the grate replaced. Um, I've had caulking around it. What do you, when, when, you, when, when you say the grate, you mean the, you mean the cap on the, the outside? outside? Right. Right. Okay. Um, I think the problem might be that the run of that is too long. Um, the way the house was built. No, I know. But the thing is, is that 25 feet for a dryer is just too, uh, it's too, too long. It doesn't, the, the, the blower on the dryer you're probably losing moisture because it's just getting caught up in the pipe and not, um, and not, you need like a booster. So, a booster. Yeah, so there, there, there are these things called duct booster fans, okay? Okay. Some of them are hardwired, some of them are, uh, you can plug them in, but basically they go in line and um, they're controlled when the dryer goes on, they kick on, and then they're just like a little git. You know, you you plug the hose into one side and the holes on the other side, and um, the fan kits going, and then it creates more force for it to exhaust what's there. I mean, have you ever noticed, Marie? Does it take a long time for uh, um, for stuff to dry? No. In fact, I have a sensor on the dryer. I was wondering, <clears throat> now I have called people who have the same type of house and asked them, where does your exhaust extend? Now, some of them have told me it goes out the backyard to the patio. I can't do that because I have a deck and there would be no way to reach under mm -hmm. there to clean the lint. Mm -hmm. uh, another person. So you are you are you are being diligent about getting the lint cleaned, right? Yes. Okay. And then someone else had the exhaust on their front porch, mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if it would be wiser to to open a different exit for that. Well, so here's the thing: kind of the rule of thumb when it comes to dryer vents is anything more than 12 feet is a problem. Sure. And okay. you're, and it sounds like you're double that. So, ensure that the line is clean, right? That's for sure. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when you when you get that moisture buildup, it's either because it's clogged, or it's just not. In other words, it, it it's hanging up because it. I'm sure you see the uh, air coming out of the vent when it's running, but it's not enough, and that's where you're getting that moisture buildup along that long run of the pipe. And an inline fan booster might be a why. If you can't relocate it, that might be something to look into. Now, who who would I call to have that done? Typically, uh, an HVAC company will do that because it you know it has to do a duct work. Okay. So okay. somebody like a like a Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Okay. All right. I will do that. Thank you. Have a great day. Appreciate your calling this morning. Um, all right. We got a lot coming up. Uh, later on, um, Don had a story about a gas leak. And uh, after 830 this morning, I'm going to have a conversation with a company. Actually, they're based in Japan, but they have a 
uh, their North American headquarters is actually here in Illinois. And um, they make a combustible gas detector. So, you know, if you have a natural gas leak, this is a detector you would put in your house to make sure that that's not there. It's a problem. I mean, it's it, it's something I think we should all have, and most of us don't. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about what they make, why they make it. That'll be after 8.30 this morning. But right now, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Nick Offerman. Now for some more. Uh, this is Nick Offerman. Now back to some good, clean fun with Lou Manfredini on Chicago's very own 720 WD. <laughs> now back to some good, clean fun with Lou Manfredini on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. There is nothing Not that, that is wrong wanting you to stay here with me. Welcome back. I know you've got somewhere to go. Don Kleppen, uh, what was uh, what was the high school you went to? Niles West High School. Niles West and Notre Dame. And were you uh, were did the kids like you at Niles West? Because you're a little bit of an overachiever when it comes to the word of the day. <laughs> well, you know, and I'm worried about oh, there goes Don again. Yeah, hey, it is. words are all I got, and I understood the assignment, so. <laughs> Not my problem. If Even Andy's rolling his eyes, going, uh, geez, "How can I keep up with this what kid?" A show hey, off, you know. <laughs> some things just come naturally. You know what I mean? He's feeling good because the Packers are playing today. I think that's might be why it's yeah, going maybe. on. Yeah, maybe he's he's got a little spring in his step. Perhaps I was, ta- I was talking uh, off the air with Lindsay, and you know her husband David. I mean, Lindsay's you're a, a Packer fan too, but David is like he was during the air, the tail end of the Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, time at Green Bay, he was a little fed up with Aaron Rodgers, which I think a lot of Packers fans oh, sure. were probably, right? Yeah, definitely. But now he's back on the bandwagon, and he's so superstitious that when they played last week, now he's got to invite the same people over, <laughs> yep. right? Yep. And yes, then, and, and I wasn't there last weekend, so right. he literally wants me to not be in the house. Oh, right? no. So, <laughs> Lindsay says, oh, and so what, what's the one friend, uh, what's his wife's name? Meg. Said, Meg. She's like, Meg well, can Meg come over? And, and he goes... How about you just leave the kids and you and Meg go somewhere else? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! And what's crazy is our son Quinn is that oh, way yeah. about Michigan football, mm-hmm. and you know he'll be like so super. Don't say that. Don't. I go. It doesn't matter what you're wearing, what kind of hat, how you're wearing. None of that matters. Right. Right. It's true. But Basically, I. But I, got, I feel that. I feel that. I was wearing the same hoodie like the last couple oh of games. God. It's yeah. just, you just feel it, you know? Oh, my God. Mm. Why don't you and Meg go somewhere else? You're like, okay, free babysitter. I mean, I that's know. awesome. You're yeah. like, okay. We should take him up on it. <laughs> you absolutely should. Uh, we're like, we're going to go to the spa, right? Oh, that's yeah. what I'm going to do, right? There like, you final go. Pay for it. And they'll you probably said. have the game on there, too. <laughs> you said. <laughs> All right. And it's the late game, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. 7 yep. oh, that's a lot. That's late. I got to go get a San Francisco hat or something. Gotta go to like Goodwill. There's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, they'll be around. Right, they'll be around. Thrift stores for sure. Right. I'll never wear it again. Just yeah, for the, just, just tonight. To Understood. Just to really drive didn't, it home. But there wasn't there recently. Didn't the Packers play San Francisco in something? Yes. I remember they have another. It was a big game. Yeah, twenty twenty one maybe. I think because I have a picture of like I made a hat 
Like I drew the logo on a piece of paper and then I taped it to a hat. Like it was a sample. That's what I'm going to do. The logo's not hard to do. There you go. Yeah. I and need your sister's cricket. That's what totally. I need. That's uh, what I need. And that's the frugal. problem is the only other person I know that owns a cricket is uh, Ellen Kordick, who's Mike Jakubowski's daughter. Oh. But oh, she's a Packer fan. Mm. She won't make it. She'll make it a Green Bay logo and make it stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sounds like a smart young lady. <laughs> she is. She is very smart. She is. Although what's nice is her husband, who's from Michigan, is a huge Detroit fan. Mm. So I actually think I'm going for Detroit. That's yeah, understandable. That's a I good want story. Detroit to go. I want Detroit to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're easy to root for. Yeah, they've never, I like that they've never been. They've never been. Never been. I love their coach. Yeah, Dan he Campbell. He seems just like a, yeah. He just seems like a. Although I like you know the guy I like that they get fired is the guy from Tennessee. I like that guy. Oh, uh, Mike Vrabel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. He'll pop he up was, somewhere for sure. He was a nice. He was a likable guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, I thought he was a good coach. He'll, he he'll get he'll get hired somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure of it. I just saw something about um, uh, oh my god, why am I uh, Bill Belichick? Yep, right. Mm-hmm. Who retired? Mm-hmm. And and in how long was he the coach for? Like 24 years. Yep. Yeah. And it was a thing. New England Patriots coach 20 last 24 years one, and all other NFL teams in the same span of 24 years was like 231. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Good crazy. Lord. Yeah. Insane. It sounds like he's going to turn up in Atlanta. Yeah. That's really? the leading favorite yeah. right now. Boy, I would think he would be done. Right? Isn't he like 70? He's chasing the all-time win record. Yeah. Don he's Shula's not that far away. Coach record. Yeah. Got it. He's one of three coaches with 300 victories. I guess you just can't stop, right? Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. All right. Well, go Niners. <laughs> go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. All right, eight five seven five five seven four. Oh, by the way, happy birthday and congrats to our auto show ticket winner Gerard in St. Charles. He won the four pack of auto show tickets, which is very nice. I'm glad he won it. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou, back to the phone lines. This is Andrew in Chicago. Andrew, good morning. Good morning, Lou. Uh, no pressure, but your answer may or may not save a marriage today. Uh oh. So All right. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll do my best. So six years ago, we remodeled our kitchen and the cabinets we had custom made by an Amish company. They're maple painted white. And my wife decided a few weeks ago to clean the cabinets with a um, Mr. Clean white, one of those sponges. Right. And she took the sheen off of the cabinets. And it's when you look at them on the side, when the sun hits them, you can see exactly where she wiped. And I've tried you know, to touch them up here with uh, some lemon oil and, and some other things to get the shine back, but it's it's they're ruined. I, I don't know what to do. Okay. Now, the, the paint... Outside it, of refinishing, I mean, I, I don't know what to do. The paint itself is fine, right? Correct. It's the, you know, they had a, they had a light, little matted sheen on them, you know. Okay. Now, um... Is there a spot when I'm looking at the kitchen where, like, uh, you know, let's say I'm in the main part of the kitchen at the sink or something like that. Is there a spot where the cabinet on the on the side of the cabinet is, like, facing a different direction? Yes. Okay. I want you to go to the hardware store 
and buy a um well, just buy a quart of a waterborne polyurethane called polycrylic by Minwax in satin. Okay. In satin. And I want you to buy a couple of sponge brushes mm-hmm. and a sponge roller. So it's very smooth, like a four-inch sponge roller. And what we're going to do before we do the face of these cabinets is you're going to do the side, you're going to, the damp rag, wipe down the side of the cabinet, and you're going to put a thin coat of the satin, nice and even, on the side of the cabinet. And let check it, it out ahead of time. And let it dry. And mm-hmm. then, you know, within, it'll dry in a couple hours. And then you can take a light and look at it and say, that looks pretty good. And if it works, okay. I'm like Dr. Phil. We fix the marriage. And the marriage is saved. Marriage is saved. Right. And of course, honey, I know you're doing your best. Yeah, we've been down that road a few times. So. <laughs> yeah, she feels horrible, Lou. I mean, I know, she's I just... She's I devastated. Know. I, you know. Know. I know, but if you, but listen, All right, well, it sounds listen good. to me. If you, are you a golfer? Oh God. Yeah. If you fix this, you're going to Pebble beach, pal. <laughs> and I bought new clubs this year. <laughs> oh too. my God. Then so, it's a win-win. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. Lou. Right. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I hope it works. Yeah. So. Keep me posted. I would be curious. I think it'll work. And, uh, I, I would love a phone call back. Hey, guess what? It's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new over at Builder Supply Outlet. Thanks, Lou. Eager to renovate the look of your bathroom or kitchen? You're not alone, and the wait list is growing, unless you head to Builder Supply Outlet for a range of products readily available to spruce up your space today. Add a touch of class with an elegant bathroom vanity and self-cleaning toilet, or a bold geometric backsplash and stylish new hardware. Easy, affordable ways to reboot a boring bathroom or tired-looking kitchen. If you can't wait for a full renovation, stop by Builder Supply Outlet and start a refresh today. Now back to Lou Manfredini. How can I help you, sir? We're debating on putting in a tankless system. Now, I don't know anything about tankless. Can you help me, sir? Sure. Well, they don't have a tank. He's taking your calls live. Where are you getting this kind of radio? Nowhere. Right here on House Smarts Radio. Sweet dreams are made of the Probably a reason for that. Welcome back. 857 This is Jim in Homewood. Hey, Jim. Morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing great, sir. What's going on? Yeah, I have a house, and it's on a crawl space. And I already put down a vapor barrier, you know, on the soil. And I'm wondering what type of insulation should I install um, under the floor joists? Um, well, the, the key there is that if you're going to install like a, a fiberglass bad insulation, you want to make sure that the moisture barrier is up towards the floor. The mistake, okay. the mistake that everybody makes is they'll get like a craft face or a paper 
And because it's easier, they'll just staple it to the underside of the floor joist. But that's not where the vapor is. The vapor's up in the heated part of the um, of the space, you know, up above. Are you going to do this yourself? I've been thinking about it, but I've also been thinking about uh, foam and rigid. But it's a good tip about that moisture barrier, because I was really considering putting it down towards the soil. So. Well, the, the foam would be the best. The rigid... The problem with the rigid um, is that, you know, the, that joy space, you know, typically, you know, 16 on center, you've got like 14 and a quarter, 14 and three eighths in between there. It's not consistent. And so you're monkeying with forcing it in there and then there'll be gaps and you got to come back and caulk it. So the foam would be the best. You can actually buy kits yourself if you wanted to, but there's also insulation companies who come do it. I will tell you that some of the kits that you buy have a tough time, and I don't know why this is, sticking to horizontal surfaces. Like it's not sticky yeah. enough. Yeah, that makes sense. It would be falling down. Gravity would take hold. Well, right. And the, the thing is, is that when the pros do it, I, I, I think the difference is that their mixture, you know, it's a two-part, and they actually can... Um, they can regulate how it comes out of the gun, right? So, in other words, they'll typically, they'll, they'll test a spot, and they'll say, okay, it needs to be a little wetter, um, and that, that wet is the wrong term because it's not water, but whatever the propellant is so that it's sticky. When you buy the kit, those as well are two-part, but it's already decided for you what that mix is. And if the substrate is, you know, the, the, the temperature of the substrate that you're applying it to matters. You know what I mean? So, let, you know, let's just say for the sake of argument, you wanted to do it today. Probably wouldn't stick at all because everything's so cold. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Makes a lot of sense. So, but if you really, well, want, with if you really want the best bang for your buck, foam would be the way to go. Okay, and if I did professional, uh, tell me a little bit about the, uh, you know, the R value you would get out of it. Uh, and foam, does it foam smell? That's another point that... Uh, it'll smell It'll smell initially, but then once it cures, there's no smell whatsoever. There'll be a little bit of off-gassing. It's typically a low VOC. You know, it's not a, it's not a... I would say that if you sprayed it, you'd smell it for a couple days... But it would be low VOC, so there's not really a hazard to you. As far as the R value goes, they'll probably, if they did it professionally, would get you about, I would say, probably an inch and a half to two inches of thickness. And you'll probably end up with the density there of, uh, of an R value of around 10, maybe even 12. Okay. And what, what about the... Um the the piping down there. I've got, um, of course, the plumbing is down there. The you know the plumbing, um, the pipes that go to the various parts of the of the. So uh, that would all that would all end up being encased, you know, in the in the foam. If it's up, you know, if it, if it's if it's close to the underside of the of the deck, you know, then then yes, those would be enclosed. No risk there. But if there was ever an issue from a service perspective, it would just be um, cut away you know, to be able to make a patch type of deal. Okay. And how about cost? Would it, would it be, say, for 1,000 square feet, would you estimate? For foam? 
perform uh, in, in, professionally. A, in a crawl and and is how can I kneel in the crawl space or am I lying on my back? No, you you can kneel. I mean, it could be it could be three grand. Okay. All said and done, I mean, I would call around. I mean. I know Permaseal offers the uh, rim joist foam. I don't think that they yet offer a complete foam of the crawl space yet. Like, they'll come in and do the rim joist around the perimeter. Um, You need to find a different foam contractor to do that underside. Okay. And then one other question, last question, um, is um, the the vents on the side that go to the exterior, should those be open or should those be closed? So there's a couple schools of thought on that, and um, if your floor is insulated, like you're going to do, um, and you've got that vapor barrier down, to me, in my opinion, it should be open, and so that fresh air flows through there. Um, if you were to encapsulate the floor, which is where they take like a pool liner and they go all the way down from the walls over and back up again then it should be closed. Okay. So the key, key decision between the two of those is whether the inside the foam vapor goes up the side of the, um, of the walls. Correct. Okay. All right. Okay, thanks, Lou. I really appreciate it. You got a nice talking with you. I appreciate you calling this morning and listening to House Smarts Radio. We're on every Saturday, you know, from 6 to 10 a.m. Thank you so much for listening. All right, when we come back, we're going to have a conversation about combustible gas detectors that, quite frankly, I think we should all have in our home. But first, this report of news with Don Kleppen. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. He's taking your calls all morning long, but right now he's talking to our friends at DeNova Detect. Don't go anywhere. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. Lou Manfredini here with you. Okay, um, it's a lot of uh, conversations of late uh, as it pertains to natural gas. We've got a lot of, uh, you know, communities that are now saying that, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to uh, build a home with natural gas. It's going to have to be all electric. And there's a lot of debate on either way to go. Um, but there's a lot of us that still have natural gas and still like it and uh, use it. And it works great. I'm a big fan. <laughs> and uh, But one of the things that is a concern is uh, explosions from this um, combustible gas. And there's been stories of late in the news that uh, this has occurred, and it can be something to be concerned with. It's, it is not a huge problem, but if you're concerned, there are detectors from many different manufacturers that are out there that can detect if there is a, a, a gas leak. One such company, Denova Detect is has a detector that does this. Joining me on the phone line right now is Julie Harris, who is the director of natural gas safety education uh, with Denova Detect. Uh, Julie, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Lou, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. 
Um, well, before we get started, you are a former Chicagoan. I know you don't live here any longer, so uh, welcome to WGN Radio uh, back in your in your hometown. Well, thank you so much for the warm welcome. And even though Chicago's cold, it is uh, certainly a warm welcome. And I grew up listening and watching WGN, so a big fan. That's great. That's great. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the company uh, DeNova Detect. Uh, to tell me a little bit about the, the company and what you folks do. Sure. So DeNova Detect specializes and really our mission is to protect people and property with gas safety products and, and innovations. And we've really been doing so for over 60 years. Um, we have sold over 70 million alarms worldwide and you know, back in Japan in the 1960s, it was much like in America, where majority of Amer- uh, Americans used natural gas, so did Japan, but there were a, a high number of natural gas explosions leading to death. Mm. And so immediately there was a call for action to build the first ever natural gas alarm. And so we built out Exactly that. The first ever natural gas bomb 60 years ago. So we are in the business to help protect people and property. And we wanted to share that uh, technology with the U.S. And, you know, I mentioned at the beginning that, you know, there's a a big movement to, uh, you know, sort of start to go to all electric and stop burning fossil fuels inside homes. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, there are a lot of U.S. homes that um, use natural gas and or propane for both heating and cooking, right? Absolutely. You are correct. More than 60% of Americans heat and fuel their homes with natural gas. It's more common than perhaps people think with the majority of people using natural gas today, yet it's alarming, pun intended, that most people <laughs> don't have natural gas alarms to protect their homes just like they do for smoke and CO. And I think it starts with education, knowing how prevalent natural gas leaks can be, the potential dangers, and also the solutions where we're able to protect ourselves with the natural gas alarms that are available today. So you guys, uh, your company's based in Japan, but you, you, know, you have this U.S. wing uh, of the company. How prevalent are gas leaks? I mean, um, they don't always lead to explosions, thank God, but, um, but it's more prevalent than people think, right? You're, you're correct. Yeah. Our headquarters, by the way, um, in the U.S. are in Lyle, Illinois. So, oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, natural gas explosions happen a lot more often um, than people might expect. In fact, a natural gas explosion incident occurs every 40 hours. That's once every other day. And there are about 300 natural gas explosions annually on average, and often with no warning sign and some sadly turning deadly. In Illinois, taking it local, since 2011, there's been 43, 43 natural gas explosions and 10 natural gas explosions just this past year in 2023 with one explosion you may remember in Oak Park, sadly killing one man and seriously injuring others. Mm. Yeah, it is. You, you know what? I mean, you, you, Julie, you, you, you point out such a important thing is that, you know, we, we are very diligent and, and even there's still people that don't, right? Smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors, which of course everyone should have in their home. But this is something that I don't think people uh, think about. Now, uh, you know, 
to be fair, you're not the only company that makes this, but it, it sounds like you're the first ones to have developed it. How do your alarms for natural gas actually work? So natural gas alarms detect gas leaks at low concentration levels to detect the gas leaks and alert people as soon as possible with an audible alarm. DeNova Detect, in our case, alerts people in both English and Spanish as quickly as possible. It's been proven, actually, our alarms alert 11 minutes faster than any other natural gas alarm on the market and before the situation becomes dangerous or even deadly. Um, Right now, the American Gas Association estimates that 187 approximately Americans use natural gas in their homes. So people really, to your point, should be aware of natural gas safety. And we want to really provide the education um, that people can can get at denovadetect.com. And at the end of the day, if you have a natural gas appliance, you really should have a 100% battery-operated natural gas alarm. Are you guys doing, are you following suit with um, with carbon monoxide detectors and, and uh, smoke detectors using 10-year batteries? Are you going that uh, path as well? Yeah, so we actually just introduced, um, as of this month, the first ever 10-year, 100% battery-operated carbon monoxide and natural gas detector. It's the first of its kind. We're really excited about it. So here's the deal. For 10 years, there is zero battery replacements needed. Unlike smoke and CO, you never need to replace the batteries, and it's 100% battery operated, so you never have electricity draw costs, and you are set once you install and protected for 10 years straight, as well as you know, you our alarm detects leaks 11 minutes yeah. faster on average. Yeah. So it's worth an investment. So, <clears throat> okay, so you have this combination. Where do you mount this detector? In other words, I, <clears throat> I would think that when I'm yeah. thinking about a natural gas uh, leak, I may be prone to put it, you know, here in Illinois, most homes have basements or or a lot of, you know, townhomes have mechanical rooms. Am I mounting it near, like, these gas appliances or in the general area? You know, that's one of the most popular questions we get. And the first thing we should note is that we need to have a natural gas alarm in every room where a natural gas appliance exists. So think of gas stove, kitchen, laundry room with gas dryer, living room with gas fireplace, gas furnace, etc., as well as in terms of exact placement, the NFPA 715 standard recommends that the ideal and most appropriate location to install a natural gas alarm is no more than 12 inches, so no more than a foot from the ceiling, and 3 to 10 feet horizontally from the gas appliance, so people shouldn't just put the alarm next to the gas stove or right above it. It needs to be three to 10 feet away horizontally from the gas appliance. And that's also plug-in alarms will not provide an optimal installation location. The reason why you need a 100% battery operated natural gas alarm is because natural gas rises. It's lighter than air. It accumulates first near the ceiling. So you really need optimal placement where the recommendation is no more than 12 inches from the ceiling. Wow, that's really good advice. And uh, this just makes, I mean, 
honestly, it makes perfect sense to me. And I know these detectors aren't crazy expensive. They're around $100. So it is not, you know, it is not super expensive, but... To me, it's it's a, a big investment in your peace of mind and your overall safety. Uh, so the, the real question then, Julie, is where do people go? Because you just launched this new alarm. Where do people go to learn more and or purchase this uh, natural gas alarm? People can go to denovadetect.com or our retail partner, Lowe's.com, to get a natural gas alarm uh, for 10 years of protection or our combo alarm available as well. Uh, CO and natural gas, both are available at Lowe's.com today. Julie Harris is the director of natural gas safety and education for Denova Detect. Their website is D-E-N-O-V-A-Detect.com. Julie, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Uh, glad you're back on uh, Chicago, at least via the airwaves. And uh, I appreciate all the good information this morning. <laughs> Lou, thank you so much, and have a great year. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Just right. a minute, I have to tell you, I sure. went to Menards. Yeah. And I got a hold of the guy in the paint section, and he said, oh, I listen to Lou Manfredini all the time. <laughs> and don't get anything else because you won't be satisfied, because Lou told you so. Some nights I stay up cashing in my padlock. Some nights I call it a draw. Welcome back. Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle. Eight five seven. Lou is our phone number. But I still wake up. I still see Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Go back to the phone lines. Eight fifty two in the morning. John. In Hanover Park. Hey, John. Good morning, Lou. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. What I got in the laundry room is a furnace and a hot water heater. But in that room, I have a pipe coming down from the attic that has a, a lot of downdraft, a cold downdraft because of this weather. And we kind of plugged it up a little bit to eliminate being so cold in there. Am I doing the right thing? What's the pipe? It's a cold, it's a galvanized six-inch pipe that comes from the attic down to the laundry room. Six. It's a six-inch pipe. Is it a? Is it a? Yeah. Is it a vent? It's um, well, it's like a downdraft galvanized pipe from the attic. And so, in the in the crawl, you said it comes into a crawl space or the basement? Uh it's. Uh, upstairs garage attic that comes right down to the laundry room. And it's just open? Yes. It's and since it's been so cold, we in there, we plugged it up a little bit so it wouldn't have such a cold draft. Wow. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be some type of just cold air vent or something. And, yeah, I mean, I think that you're fine to to, to uh, you know, plug it up with a, you know, towel or something like that. 
uh, just right. to eliminate that. And then, you know, once we get out of this frigid, frigid, uh, uh, you know, kind of path that we're in right now, you could probably open it back yeah. up. I'm curious what that was for, though. That's very curious to me. I mean, a lot of times... Well, we... you know... Go ahead. Yes. I mean, um, we've had it there, but we never had the string of cold week of cold weather that really is really gets cold in there so we got concerned this time like we plugged it up a little bit and i thought well maybe we're doing the wrong thing no 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 i think you're fine i think you're fine and i mean it you know we get this cold our houses do a lot of stuff that we never knew you know happened before and Mm -hmm. so you find every leak every draft and whatever when it's cold and it's hard for any system to keep up to to keep people warm Yes, yes. We're just concerned for doing the right thing. I think you're okay. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. Yep, have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, Let's get another... Oh, no, we lost... Do we have Carol? Are you hang... uh, Did you put... No, Carol, hang up. Oh, one second. Hold on, Carol. She just... You, she, Lindsay starts talking to the listeners and talking about different things, and then she forgets to put them on hold. And she's like, and so anyway, what, so then when I was telling you about, right, right, that's the problem. You start talking to them, and you can't <laughs> <right>. stop talking. <laughs> Mine too. Carol. Okay, here's Carol. Carol, now I'm going to talk to you. Hi, Carol. You're on House Marts Radio. Hi, Blue. How you doing? I'm doing great. What's going on? Do you uh, get paid by the hour to come out to houses? <laughs> I do not. But what can I help you with on the air? About 10 years ago, we had our bathrooms downstairs remodeled. So we had the shower put in, and it's, uh, the floor of the pan is like 57 long, 29 wide. And in the years, it's got very, very dirty. It's like a plastic. I don't know anymore what to do to clean it. And same thing with the, with the, um, the doors, because they're glass. So... Today, uh, we had a Noodaloo 2 that is um, something called a drill brush. I was listening to that. All right. Now, if you go buy one of those and you buy a cleaner, one of my favorite bathroom cleaners is a product called Kaboom. K-A-B-O-O-M. Yeah, I've seen that. Spray that on the, you said it's an acrylic shower base, fiberglass? It's, it's, it's not glass, it's like a plastic. Right, it's not, it's not tile. No. Okay, spray this onto the base, cover the whole base with the spray, it's kind of a foaming spray, even the glass on the doors, right, those areas where you okay. want to clean it. And then leave it there for 10 minutes. Then wearing eye protection, because on the end of that uh, cordless drill with the drill brush, you're going to use that to scrub the floor and anywhere you want to get things clean, and it should make it look brand new, or as close to brand new. What is the name of the drill? I missed that. Well, it's called a drill brush. So if you have a cordless drill, you're going to put this brush on the end of it, and it's going to be your scrub brush that the drill is going to do all the work. Um, well, I'll be buying a cordless drill today. What, where can <laughs> I buy this at? You can, should be able to buy it all at your local hardware store at, at an Ace. What about a Home Depot? They would sell it, too. Okie dokie. And that works on the glass? What's that? 
It will work on the glass also, huh? It will work on the glass also. The key with the cleaner is you spray it and let it sit there for 10 minutes. Okay. Well, I could sneak one more question in, could I? Sure, real quick. All right, we got a draft that comes out from the fireplace, and I don't know what to do to stop that. You're not using the fireplace? No, but when it's cold, we can feel the draft coming in, you know? Right, but I mean, you're you're not... You're not you're not creating a fire or anything like that in there, and and is it? You're sure that the damper is closed, correct? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's getting drawn in because the heat is drawing it in there. If you can, they do make. And is it a metal box, the fireplace, or brick? It's brick. Okay. So they do make these covers that you can buy. Um, that go over the front of it, almost like a blanket. They're custom sized, a little bit heavier, and they offer these uh, either Velcro or uh, clips that can go on the brick to put this in front, almost like a cover, and that okay. can eliminate as well. If you go to a fireplace store, uh, they should be able to provide you with something like that. You just got to give them the dimensions. Thanks so much. Hey, the news is next from the Northwestern. No, is it or yes? I can't remember now if I have a little break here or not. Do I? Yes? No, I don't. I don't have a break here. There you go. Well, the news is coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, but we have a, a quick minute to, to talk about this as well. Um, I have a couple more of the uh, four-pack of the Chicago Auto Tickets. So, Lindsay, how about another seventh caller that texts the uh, number... Auto to 857 7th caller, 857-557-4568, will win a four-pack of tickets to the Chicago Auto Show, the largest auto show in North America, February 10th through the 19th at McCormick Place. You can get tickets and information at chicagoautoshow.com. 7th texter to 857 857- Five five seven four five six eight. We'll get those tickets out to you as well. All right, coming up, Don Kleppen has your news. Andy, Andy has your sports, and I've got more House Smarts Radio for you. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That's right. We've all got our issues. I've been getting this constant leak in my basement every time it rains. And if yours are about the home, you're going to want to call Lou. My toilet keeps spitting back up at me when flushing, and it's really gross. That's Lou Manfredini. He's here live taking your calls right here on House Smarts Radio. Why do you build me up? in the morning. Uh, Don, I'd like to go back to an earlier story that you had uh, at the 9 o'clock news, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. What do you got? The flavored craft Singles cheese. I, I thought you might like that. How about uh-huh. those flavors? Well, I'm telling you, the one thing that they said in their suggestion, how about just a grilled cheese? Oh, dude, how With did they not suggest that? single grilled cheese Yeah. Thing? Yeah, or uh, what was that other garlic and herb too? Throw a little bit of that on there. Garlic and herb, just what? What was that wincing? You wouldn't do a garlic and herb uh, uh, grilled cheese? Craft. It? It's craft cheese slices. It's real cheese, right? Real cheese. Yeah, Holy. you you purist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. 
When's the last time you made a grill? I haven't made a oh, grilled. I used to make. I just made one. I I had one with my cousin last Saturday because I'm doing this dry month with no meat, so I got a grill grilled cheese. <laughs> dry. <laughs> Wait, you're doing no meat. I'm doing no alcohol, no cannabis, no caffeine, no added sugars, and no meat. No wonder you're hitting the word of the day 16 times. You got uh-huh. nothing else to do. Exactly. Right. That's right. That's all my mind is focused he's gonna on. Go home to, he's going to go home to Gretchen. You know, uh, I had a really good day with the word of the day today. Just want you know, I used it 16 times. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there's no cap on this, right? I get to use it as many times there's as I no want. No cap. No cap. That's right. Oh my God, that is so funny. Okay, grilled cheese. When's you just made one I recently? I just made one because well, it's yeah, it's so cold, and I oh, made I a tomato it. soup and a grilled it. cheese. But I put um, pineapple on my grilled cheese. Oh, nice! Really? That's Ooh. interesting. Yeah, you would feel me. A yeah, slice of pineapple or chunks? Like a, a slice, two slices to be. A, That's what do you good. buy? Like the canned wow. dole sliced pineapple? Um, I did have them in the fridge, and so I just. So do you let that? You'd like shake it out a little bit so it's not so liquidy? Oh, yes. I patted it down with some paper towel nice. before applying it to the sandwich. Pro move. Okay, so that, so, <laughs> you butter your, so you butter your bread. Like, how do you make your grilled cheese? Butter two pieces of bread. So do you butter the bread and then you down. lay that in the pan? And then That's you build right. it in the pan? Correct. Gretchen Correct. uses mayonnaise. The Gretchen uses the mayonnaise? Yeah, on the Ooh, bread. And she puts it and then in the, in the pan. With a little cheese? Wait, no mm-hmm. butter? No, no she, well, she'll swap like mayo instead of butter. Oh, oh so the mayo, uh, so the mayo is what browns it. Yes, correct. I can see that. So it still crisps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that, and probably mm-hmm. if you did the olive oil mayonnaise, oh, right, even better. Oil. Yes, a little, a little healthier for you. Mm-hmm. I love mayonnaise. It's great. Mm. More for you. Me too. More. <laughs> you don't like mayonnaise? Not, not particularly. No miracle whip. Well, what do you when you, you when you make a sandwich? Do you use any kind of dressing? mustard? Mustard, yellow mustard, good old fashioned mustard. yellow mustard. Yeah, like yeah brown. I do love mustard. Big I fan of brown mustard. mustard. Yeah. So this is funny. Um, so I'm at the Chevy dealer getting my oil change, and I'm in the waiting room. And there's I brought some work with me, and I'm sitting at this little cubicle. And while I'm sitting there working, um, this gentleman comes in and. Sits down like two cubes over. You know, he sits down. I go, how you doing? How you doing? And uh, I'm waiting. Like, they they had to do some additional work, and it was going to take a little longer. And I hadn't eaten lunch yet. And I'm like, I wonder if get some cup of coffee or something. And they have a little vending machine. And I see, oh, they have some pretzels. So I get some pretzels. And uh, the, uh, you know, the flat pretzels? What is that called? Snack? Oh, yeah, the flip. Oh, crisps? Like flat crisp yeah those okay yeah those are good you know whatever i'm gonna be smart about what i'm eating because i was just on vacation so i sit down and the gentleman goes uh where'd you get those and i said oh there's a vending machine uh the next uh window over or you know room over and he goes uh i know who you are (laughs) i go oh i go who am i he goes well i can't think of your name and i go (laughs) i go well, then you really don't know who I am, do you? <laughs> right. So I'm giving him a hard time. And I said, I'm Lou Manfredini. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I sometimes listen to your show. I watch you. He goes, should you be eating those pretzels on that Seattle Sutton diet? <laughs> <laughs> so Accountability. I, I go, what are you, my wife? Right. And he starts oh laughing. And Accountability is so, everywhere. Accountability is everywhere. I go, they're pretzels. Right. right. Those right. are good. I no added sugars. Yeah, 100 calories. Right. Good stuff. Right. 
Good stuff. Look, Don knows because he's eating nothing. All he, he's <laughs> That's not right. he's yep. not drinking. No, nothing. There's nothing. I am, there's nothing left of the guy. I know. I'm more sober than I've been in like 20 years. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Explains why he's walking around aimlessly in between newscasts. Yeah, I got to burn right. some extra Just energy. Hope he, right. yeah. He's like, is there anything on the ground I can pick up? <laughs> like, and you know, the newsroom is notorious feed. for like, oh, I brought some cookies. I, I, I know. It's, it's so like bad. working in a school. Yeah, right? totally. Teacher's lounge. It's a bake sale every other day. Right, right. Good job, Don. Thank you. What are you going to do for the game, though? Uh, I've been doing um, seltzers, and then uh, like uh, I went out with my brother and cousin last weekend and got some of those non-alcoholic beers, like from Heineken and Guinness, which were okay. Mm. Wow. Wow. Did Good for you. Been missing it, though, yeah. for sure. Right. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Got less than two weeks left. <laughs> Not that you're counting. <laughs> totally. Not excited at all. Do it in February next time. Right. Yeah, I know. I yeah. have to say- It's a shorter like, month. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. I saw your Instagram post, Donna, but something about a drink, and I could have sworn it said, <laughs> can't wait to try these for my dry mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, dry, dry month. Huh? Right. And then I realized- <laughs> It's a good point. I'm gonna have to remember that. You gotta be very. It's a it devil's in the details, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Uh, this is Candy in Richmond, Virginia. Candy, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Say, um, we live in a 1958 brick ranch, and it's in excellent shape thanks to the former owners. Hmm. Um, it has a den that is uh, paneled with beautiful, nice uh, quality paneling. But I am wanting to change things up, and I want to know how you feel about painting paneling. I love painting paneling. and I love it meaning that while I like the wood, um, I think that when you paint paneling correctly... Um, it adds a beautiful look to a room, you know. Uh, what's her name? Mm-hmm. You know, Joanna Gaines will uh, the the what do you call it? What, what what's her what's that show that she's in? What's Joanna Gaines and Chip Joanna the not flip this house? Uh, what is it uh, in Waco, Texas? Magnolia Home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Uh, anyway, they'll you know they'll oh you can paint this on there, but with the paneling you already have that texture. What I would tell you to do is lightly sand the surface, okay, with like a Mm -hmm. sponge sander, medium grit, and then wipe down the wall with a a rag and maybe, actually I was uh, speaking earlier about an old-time cleaner spick and span. You could do that with a solution Uh of warm water, wipe the walls down, and then um, use a stain-killing primer, like... Uh, Kills makes a waterborne primer called Restore, which is very good. Prime it. Okay. And then paint it with an acrylic-based, you know, paint and primer in one in, in the color of your choice. And, you know, typically with the grooves, you would go at that with a brush and then just use a three three eighths inch nap roller to roll the rest of it out, and it'll look great. Okay. And as far as uh, the value of the house, I mean, I the wood is so nice, but it's it's too dark down here, and yeah. I want to do something different. It I so 
What's your what 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 is your what is your plan with when you say about uh, the my, with the value? When are you going to sell this house? Oh, not for a long time. You're fine. Paint it. You're you're that is okay. it's going to be the least of your concerns when the time comes to sell it. Well, and it's not and and okay. and wait and it's not it, you're not doing anything wrong is my point. And you will brighten uh-huh, up, you'll right. brighten up that space and you'll actually make it more inviting in my opinion. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4Lou. It's 9:21 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. You're tuned in to Lou. I about three bedroom townhome, and every time I have my kids over, my son-in-law always tells me that it smells like a grandma's attic. <laughs> Taking your messy calls, your confusing calls, your stinky calls. It sounds like your son-in-law's a judger. Who says to their mother-in-law, you know, your house smells like a grandma's attic? Who says that? Whatever your question is, all you have to do is pick up that phone. He's uninvited. When there's free food. Oh, yeah, he's all over it, right? Oh, yeah, hey. Can I get some more of that uh, mac and cheese, homemade? Ask Perry Mason about that. Get it? Perry Mason, here come the judge. Here come the judge. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours. Can't we just all get along? Que sera, sera. 857-557-4 Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Frank and Wheaton. Hey Frank, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. How are you today? I'm doing great. Great. So my question is: Is I've got a house, 20 years old, Pella double hung windows, wood frame, maple wood frames. Um, about six years ago, when we had the house painted, we had the windows all caulked, everything from the outside. Uh, even with humidifiers off. When in the severe cold, I will get ice build up in the inside of the window, uh, either the top sash or even the bottom. Not all of them, probably about 50% of them. I think we have about 18 windows. Uh, I even turn the humidifiers off and still get that. Yeah. Um, I, I actually scraped uh, the windows the other day, uh, you know, with a scraper, got the ice off, and I put Either I put blankets or towels, or right now I've got paper towels on the sashes at the top. I do notice on the tracks there is some air coming in. Um, There is some insulation, as you can see, some felt insulation uh, on the window itself. So I'm not sure if if that's an issue. I'm not sure if the window itself just is a poor window since it's a double hung. I don't like them myself. But uh, but they're twenty. They're get... they're twenty years old. Correct. Okay. Correct. So let me let me a couple things. Um, with this extreme temperatures that we had, even the even today, you know the sun is out, right? But it's still super cold. Our windows and doors are doing stuff that they just they can't they can't you know they're not a porthole on a ship, right? They're not sealed to keep the ocean water out there's going to be some leakage. And when you get that air leakage, whatever it might be, that's where you're going to get that ice. And the humidifier off type of thing that you mentioned, um, you know, the moisture level in the house is probably still, you know, if it's over 30%, when we're have these kinds of extreme temperature, you'll get condensation on the glass. And it, and it, and it takes, I mean, you know, what, what is it? Uh, I think that, uh, um, 
a, a person, one person in a house uses something like 150 gallons of water a day, okay, between showering, washing your face, brushing your teeth, you know, cooking a bowl of pasta, you're making humidity just walking around the house, right? And when it's this cold out, it grabs on everything in the air, and then what it does, it seeks out the windows because that's the areas of greatest loss. That's where you get the condensation. The fact that you have 20-year-old windows, are these Pella windows, do they have blinds in between the glass or no? Correct. Uh, some are wood blinds. Some are just the uh, uh, no, no. Uh, but is it material is it in is it in between the panes oh. of glass? No, no. Okay. So where you see this condensation buildup, and especially now with the really cold temperature, you know, if you can put your hand up there and you can like, yeah, I can feel a draft. You need to seal. Sure. You need to seal that, and you can do it a couple ways. You can. Remember the old clay caulking that came in the roll that you could stick in between that gap? It comes in brown and kind of a off-white clay yeah. color. You could do that. Mm -hmm. There's a, a company, there's a, a caulking that I just used on some old windows in our home that's called Zip Away, which is a clear, removable caulking, okay? Yeah. Yeah, and, they were out of that. They tried to get that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does work. That The trick with that product is you need to heat the tube before you use it. So, um, you know, if you can put it by a heat vent in the floor for half an hour, just get it warm because it'll flow a lot mm -hmm. better if it's warm to fill in the gaps. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times if it's colder, it, it clogs up on the end of the tube and then it's a big mess. But, um, you know, the local hardware stores should have that if the big boxes are out. It does a nice job. When it gets this cold, everybody's running out for the weather stripping and whatnot. And so don't be so concerned other than as this melts, it's going to, you know, you don't want it to damage the inside of the window. Um, right. It's just right. a question of, and now because it's so cold, it's hard to put anything on there because nothing will stick. So I would just put a couple of towels down where you've got the biggest ice buildup so that as it starts to melt, you know, it's supposed to be in the 30s next week, so you'll probably get rid of it. At that point, think about adding some weather stripping or this removable caulking once it warms up a little bit. Excellent. Thank you. You got it. I appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom. Our Just Text Me segment is coming up after this report of news with Don Kleppen. Time for Just Text Me. How do you do this? Maybe it's your fingernails. It's easy, look. It's that easy. And sent. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's so funny how we don't talk anymore. Welcome back. It's, so it's our Just Text Me segment. Sponsored by Center Guard Plumbing. You're just a text away. From install today. My little toilet. See that what I did there? It works out perfectly. You know? So, if it, you know, I, and I'm so happy that Center Guard Plumbing is uh, sponsoring our Just Text Me segment because they do such a nice job and I'll try to do a nice job with Just Text Me. Do you have some uh, questions for me that I can answer? I sure do, Lou. Let me get some of those over to you right away. <laughs> um, 
First one. Hi, I am in the process of updating my home. I have oak cabinets that are in desperate need of refinishing. Is it better to paint or stain the cabinets? My plan is to sell the home within five to seven years. Thanks. Well, I do love uh, painting the cabinets. I think it's a great way to uh, bring them a whole new look to it. Um, A year ago, October, I did a project where I painted these cabinets. Actually, I've done a bunch of painting of cabinets. And the video's up, if you wanted to see it, at youtube.com slash housemartstv. And uh, it's kind of a step-by-step process. I... There is a little bit of sanding involved, and if you buy a sprayer, if you're going to do this yourself, I use this Graco sprayer that I love, and the secret sauce, in my opinion, is this primer called Styx that is really, really good. It's a bonding primer, and then I use the Clark and Kensington cabinet and trim paint over the top, and I sprayed both of them. I am now a year and a half into the kitchen that we did, that I shot that video on, and the ca- and every now and then I got to do a little bit of touch up, but it's every now and then. It's not a everyday occurrence, and it's held up so well. And I pr- honestly think the it is the bond between that paint and that bonding primer that makes it really hard, and the kitchen looks great. I, I mean. I could not be happier with it. And the color just brightens up your kitchen. And if you were to add a new countertop and a new sink and faucet as part of that, and maybe some new hardware, it'll look like a brand new kitchen. If you don't need to change the layout of your cabinets at all, it's absolutely the way to go, in my opinion. Um, You know, the other thing, too, is if you wanted to replace the doors and do something differently. You know, we, we've had that sponsor redo cabinets. They come and put new doors on, and that's all done for you. Costs a little more, but you don't have to, um, you don't have to do all the work yourself. How about another one? All righty. This, uh, hi, Lou. We are heading to our home at Lake Carroll this morning for the first time since this crazy cold. Is there something special we should do as we turn the water back on? Is there a way to know if the pipes are frozen? Hmm. I had a caller uh, earlier this morning uh, say the same thing. And uh, I think that if it's, you said we, which is a good thing, so there's two of you. Um, I would open the taps in the house first. Bef- well, let me think about that. Yeah, I would open the taps first. So, you know, the vanity faucet and uh, flush the toilets and open up the bathroom and then go slowly open the uh, main line slowly. So like I just a couple turns, let it slowly fill. Once water starts spitting out and there's no buildup of air on the backside and everything's flowing, then shut that off and turn the valve all the way up and then listen, you know, um, you when everything's off, especially if you're by the main valve, you'll hear water flowing if there's a leak, if you're not seeing it. Hopefully you're fine. It's been crazy cold. And as I mentioned earlier, our homes do crazy things when it's that cold. And they react in a way that we've never experienced before. So you just got to kind of be ready and be ready to turn that main valve off if you have to. Cross those fingers. Yeah. I mean, my daughter... You know, our daughter Mallory lives in New Orleans, and I, I, when she moved there, you know, I 
wherever my kids are, I tend to follow the news like on sure. Instagram or whatever, whatever the local thing is. And it's been freezing cold there that they're telling people to have their faucets run, you know, there. And um, because everything's above ground there. The houses are jacked up off the ground. The pipes are just completely exposed. And they're just not used to it. And uh, imagine what we're going through. And they're doing it down in New Orleans, which, you know, it's pretty far south. Yikes. Uh, okay, last one. Lou, I have stains in the finish of my dryer lid. I've tried Dawn to remove them, but I it didn't quite work. It's an ink stain from a box that I had on top. Any thoughts? Love your show. Wait, where's the stain? So it's in the finish of the dryer lid. So I'm guessing she put, he or she oh, put a box on Oh, on the dryer lid. Okay. Try... Um there is a, a cleaner slash oil that I love called Superzilla, and it is a bio-based cleaner slash oil. Spray that on there, leave it there for 10 minutes, and then use a microfiber towel in a circular motion to see if you can get it off. If it doesn't take that off, it's not coming off. And uh, if it really bothers you, they do make an appliance paint that you can um, purchase and spray the whole lid again, and it'll look new, you know, and if you do it properly, it'll look really nice, and it'll blend it all in. So give that a shot. That's our Just Text Me segment, sponsored by CenterGuard Plumbing, where you're just a text away from install today. 857 557 4 uh, this is Chris in Wheeling. Hey, Chris, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. I've got a goofy question. I uh, I swim, and I use a snorkel. And the mouthpiece is rubber, and the snorkel is a hard plastic. But it leaks a little. And I want to put some kind of glue on there that will seal the leak, non-toxic to my mouth, and is waterproof. Do you have any ideas? That's a goofy question. Wait, what leaks? The snorkel or the mouthpiece? In between. That where they connect to each other. So it's it's leaking where it should seal, where the mouthpiece mouth mouthpiece should seal to the plastic snorkel. Water gets in between that connection. Hmm. Did you hang up on me? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I just, oh, sorry, we lost him. Uh, non-toxic. Hmm. So I have uh, Gorilla Spray Adhesive. No, 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 no. I don't know if it's non-toxic. I mean, the thing is, well, I know what I want to, I know what I want to tell you, but uh, uh, hold on, I'm looking. So I love this. There's this product called Lexel, okay? And they make it in a squeeze tube, but it is a solvent caulk. It's made with solvent. Um, but it, when it dries, you know, I don't think it's... it. Like, you can put in... You could use this... Um, no, yeah. 
I'm looking when it's... Uh, well, what, what I'm thinking is whatever I use, once it dries, it shouldn't be harmful. Correct. Correct. But then I don't know if it'll be water... If it's water-soluble, then there's a problem. Yeah, no, this is not... It's not water-soluble, okay? Uh, when it when it's wet, the it has a vapor... But when it's dry, it shouldn't be any issue whatsoever. Okay, so if you okay, so if you go if you go to the hardware store and look, it's called Lexel, L E X E L, and it's instantly waterproof. And also, the cured sealant once it cures is mildew resistant, which is you know good. Um, Okay. And so you can buy it in a small, clear tube. Um, All right. But again, I make no warranty. You got. You have to decide for yourself if you feel like it's safe to. You don't just want to buy a new snorkel, huh? It is brand new, and it's <laughs> the best one. I've, got it's it. The best one I've had so far, except for this slight little leak that comes through because I'm underwater for like an hour. Got so, it. Got it. I love uh, I love they all leak. Yeah. They all leak. It's some but this one it leaks the least. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> of wait. All the ones so wait, are. you like to swim and when you swim, you swim with the snorkel up in the air like you stay you stay enough so that you're breathing through the snorkel. Correct. But it but then you get a little water in your mouth. Correct. It comes in between where the yeah, yeah, yeah. flexible mouth rubber piece should seal to the hard plastic. Yeah. So and may- it's made to be removable. It's to be, I guess so you can clean it, but... Um, but even when you do that, it doesn't... I've, put, I've actually put Vaseline in there because yeah. I thought that would keep the water out, but that, that works for a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's better, but it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. The only other thing that I could think of is, um, I mean, not to, is a hose clamp. <laughs> I, I thought of a zip tie, but it, it's, it would interfere with, with my lip. With your lip, right, yeah, yeah. So here, do this then, just to be safe. Because if you put this on there, it won't be removable. I don't care. Okay. So what I would do is... Um, I'd remove the solid part, right? Clean it. Squirt a little of this on your finger, right? And go around the rigid part, part of the of the tube about a quarter of an inch up from the bottom of the tube. Right. Then I would shove it in the flexible part and then use your finger because it's going to squeeze out the rest of it and just go right around that ridge Leave it for 24 hours. Okay. Let it cure. That's exactly what I was going to That's it, exactly what I was going to do with the spray adhesive, but yeah. I haven't yet. No. This will work. But just again, you decide for yourself if this is safe to use. Okay. Right. No, I don't I I don't have a lawyer. You're not going to hear from me again. <laughs> All right. No, don't worry. Yeah, that's about right. That. No, I understand. I get it. I get it. Just be careful. And I, I absolutely admire your vast wealth of knowledge. Wow. It's unbelievable that I can call a home 
an improvement uh, show and ask about a snorkel leaking. <laughs> and it's funny it's that I can great. Come, funny that I can come up with an answer too. I appreciate it. Absolutely, you always <laughs> do. You're the best. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. You are the it. best. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks. That was a goofy question. You know, that's one we got to remember. Where people are like, "What's the craziest question you ever had?" Well, I had a guy call me about a snorkel. That's but probably also the first. That there are no stupid questions. You know, you're always people are always worried. I think that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's some. Like what? Give me one. Uh, this guy called in about a snorkel. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Uh, you say I just day. like I just you know the thing is for me and I know you know this I like to figure things out. Uh, we right we know. I yes. love to like. Hmm. Well, let me think about that. You know, because it's not. It isn't. You know, a lot of times there's there's many ways to figure out a. Uh, there's many ways to figure out how things go, but you know you want to kind of figure it out and it's like oh this should work and you know whatever and if you understand how something works. Then you tend to be able to figure out how to get it to work when it's broken. That's one of my favorite things to do. Like, I love learning. Uh, well, I don't love making the mistake, but when I make the mistake, I'm like, oh, next time I'm going to know to stick that thing in there instead mm-hmm. of sticking it over here. And you should be careful where you stick that thing. You know what I mean? It's like a whole... <laughs> it's it, like... <laughs> it is interesting, though, how you retain... See, I could, you know, ask questions all day and and get answers and think I understand it, but then I, I don't retain it. That's my issue. Well, so what I love, too, very... is that there's a lot of people, you know, well, I didn't see that on Google. And you're like, there's a lot of answers that aren't on the Google, right? Because people on the Google, a lot of times, are just looking for things to do to put on the Google. All right, we've got one more break to do. Uh, let's do this. We're a broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We will take a quick break. And be back right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mumble number five. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Wipe it off with a scrub brush and the rust will come off. Okay. All right, I'm just mm-hmm. concerned about you standing up on the end of that balcony, so please be careful. Yes, I will. I, I'll have a friend or I'll have a handyman and I'll be you holding mean, on to him. <laughs> He'll do the work. Right. I like going to that Jan lady's house. She hangs on to me when I'm doing the work. It'll be, you'll get them, they'll be lined up, Jan, coming to work at your place. Oh, yeah, good idea. I'm single, so there. Ready to mingle. Here he is now on House Smarts Radio. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. I can't believe you don't like Mama number five. I can't believe you haven't seen that. See, this is the difference between the two of us. I don't think that this relationship can go on any longer. We're done. We're through. We're done. This is it. We're all done. This is the Lindsay and last show. We're not working together anymore. Don't like Mambo number five. I only... Wasn't Elizabeth Shue Ralph Macchio's girlfriend in The Karate Kid? See, yes. that's where I go. Yes. All right. Yeah. You don't right? want to take on that movie. You don't like The Karate Kid? I've actually never seen it. <gasps> oh. I. This is over. We are over. Well... well well, you Wait all watch Karate show Kid. Me, show me, wax on, show me, wax on, show me, wax off, show me, wash the car. I know that. Show me, paint the fence. This is that's a rejoin right there. Show not that 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 that. Mr. Mirati, Mr. Miyagi goes not that 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 that. Show me, paint the fence, paint the fence. 
It's like a, it's like a look at us a momentous movie. Yeah. So was Adventures of Maybe Mike Jakubowski right now is never going to text you again. He, well, I mean, you guys it, it, on an on a daily basis when we're together, I'm like, show me Pint the Fence. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a great Mr. rejoin Miyagi? idea. Look at us. 80s movies <laughs> coming to the House Smarts Radio rejoins. Show me Paint the Fence. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight, this is Linda in Chicago. Linda. Good morning. Have you have you seen the Karate Kid? <laughs> no. No? You and Lindsay. No. I'm oh, fine. You should watch the Karate Kid. It's very good. And then when you call back, I'm going to say. Oh, oh, yes, I did. I I seen. Uh, what is it? The one, two, and I think there was. A, I saw all three of them. She saw all three of them, Linda. This Linda's. Yes. You know what, Linda? They were you're very good. You're my people, Linda. How may I help you? I have a two-stage variable furnace, which was replaced. When the contractor did it the first time with the furnace that conked out, they put in the thermostat, a standard one. However, they did not put the wiring in any pipe. So the wiring is just as it is through the walls. So I had people come out and said, no, they won't do it. Uh, Then I had another contractor come out. And he said that I could keep it as it is. There's nothing wrong with the thermostat. And others say I should get the two-stage thermostat. When it gets real, real cold like it was, the furnace just goes and goes. I have it on 73, and it registers like 65 at night and 68 during the day, and it does not go beyond 69. Okay. So should well, I have the thermostat replace it? It's going to control that. You should have the proper thermostat that is set up for the two stage. Okay. And because it sounds like what's happening is you're not getting that second stage based on the draw. Right. And so when you got now, mind you, just like I said, in this extreme cold weather that we've had. Every, everybody's furnace and boiler is having a hard time keeping up. But uh, where where do you live, Linda? We're, we're in Chicago. I'm in Chicago. I'm by White Sox Ballpark. Okay. I could walk. Okay. Don't walk. It's too cold. Um, you <laughs> need to get you need to get a good HVAC contractor uh, to come out and do this. And they with the wiring, the wiring, depending on what's there, they should be able to use the wiring to put in the right thermostat. But if they have to run new wire... They can fish well, they that. Do. Yeah, well, then they can right. fish that through the open but, walls. That's not that shouldn't be a problem. And you know, if you contacted somebody like a Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling, they should be able to help you for sure. So give them a call. Hey, that's our last call, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. Lindsay, thanks for producing. Uh, Don, always nice to be with you. Uh, Andy, you as well. And Bob Ferguson, always a good job. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more House Smarts Radio. Stay nice and toasty warm. See you next week. Hear us next week.